Tonight on UPN, the trial that's captured the nation. Everybody is waiting for the verdict, but you don't have to wait for the movie. <laughs> cry baby. Oh, I love you. You have always been uh, such a Sammy, Sammy, don't. Look who's Sammy. crying. Eric Roberts is Sam and Stan Sweet in Brother, Sweet Brother, The Killing of Stanton Sweet. Parental discretion advised. Never heard of that guy. Okay, we just, are there I'm talking about the one theories? that was in that uh, Hangover movie, mm. James Dean. You're thinking of Zach Galifianakis, or maybe the guy who played no. Andy Bernard on The Office. No, Hangover Three. Oh, it's the porno actor James Dean. He was in that Hangover porno porno spoof. You mm. saw it, The Hungover. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. That's that's a first pass. We can we could punch that one up later. He did a movie with uh I don't know any male porn actors. Sure you Come do. on, His other name's than James Dean. Of course, uh you know, the hedgehog. Everybody yeah, knows the duh. hedgehog. He was in that movie with uh Lindsay Lohan. Didn't you see uh, him at the Outback Steakhouse once? James Dean or the Hedgehog? The Hedgehog. <laughs> you know damn well who I saw, the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah. Ron Jeremy. I just couldn't remember if it was at the Outback Steakhouse or another chain restaurant. It was Outback. Okay, yeah. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a good one. That's a good one to see a, a porn legend at. If I was like 60 seconds quicker on the draw, I could have caught him at the urinal. Why do I suddenly smell dirty carpets? Oh, God, Ron Jeremy's oh, over there. Jesus Christ. Well, you know, he was in town. Nudes a popping was a happening. Yeah, I was smelling delicious blooming onions, and then out of nowhere, it's just yeah. must and dick cheese. When you're just, just a wafting uh, in, when you're a big star, yeah. a, at the nudes of popping, yeah, okay, uh, you get Play to it on me. You could st- you do you, whatever you want. You used to be able Grab to them stay by the pussy. They at just the let Radisson. You. Oh, and oh. Then you just no, that got leveled. And you take sixty five all the way knocked, down. They knocked that straight down to the ground. Yeah. Where are you staying at now? I wonder. I don't know. Just out in. Uh, we should probably just reach out to Ron out in Jeremy tent, in the in the woods of Indiana, See like all the other uh, nudists. Who... Some place to stay. Oh, that's a good question. How how, how much is this vaccine really helping? Is nudes a popping going to be canceled Ooh. again this year? Oh, it's Indiana. Are we, we going to get through it? it? We going to get that nudist convention or oh, or not? I hope so. It's we a real to, boonda. We need to get the swinger community stuck. You know what I'm saying? Our Get them out there. Economy needs it. Oh, oh yeah, it brings in so much money. Yeah, and mostly yeah. in sunscreen sales. You got to got to have a lot of sunscreen on hand when you got that thing going on. All the mid mid August or whatever the fuck they do it. All the sunscreen. I think it's I think it's usually like the height of summer. There might be some time to get this virus under control and get all those naked people out there again. Yeah, fingers crossed. My fingers are crossed. Or. Old long balls crossed, mm. you know. Cross your balls, old men. Nudes, a poppin'. It's gross. It's a gross name for a nudist event. It just makes you think about guys getting boners. Yeah, that's <laughs> it just makes fair. you think about weird old guys getting boners. Yeah. Uh, what do you think uh, the hedgehog got at the outback? 
Oh, well, you got to start with that Bloomin' Onion yeah. or uh, their, uh, their what are they, like the Outback Bacon Fries or whatever, the, the, oh, the Loaded so. whatever yeah. Ultimate. No, you go. One if, of the two. You got to get one of the fucking two. If you're doing an app there, you got to do that. The, Matt, the, have you had those loaded fries? They're amazing. Have you met my wife? They're amazing. <laughs> you you don't get anything besides a blooming onion wow. when she's around. Wow, she, she never convinced you to go with one of each. It's blooming onion or death, Nate. I don't want to give too much away because you haven't seen her in a while. Uh-huh. But she has she's ballooning up. She's got a shirt. It's getting out of control. That you're going to need to see. Oh, okay. To believe oh, involving right. the blooming onion. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know that you are a, a, a real backer of the Irish nacho. As yeah, a, absolutely. As a thing, though. So those Outback nachos, it's like... I don't trust... It's the biggest platter of Irish nachos you can get anywhere. I, I don't trust the Australians to make Irish nachos. What are you, nuts? Figured if anything was going to tear your house apart, it was going to be this appetizer at uh, Outback Steakhouse issue. No, I, you know, as long as I can get that chicken tortilla soup, which is on the menu every day now. Oh, okay. That was used to be a rotating one? Oh, yeah. Oh, we're only going oh. on Tuesdays. That's oh. that's the only day they have that soup. It was luck of the draw. We couldn't even figure what? out when it was. What? Yeah. There's no way to run a business? What are they thinking? Well, we talked to our buddy mm. that uh, ran the joint. Okay. He used yeah. to stop at our table every time we were there to talk to us. That's Very nice, nice yeah. gentleman. Except he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing when it comes to setting up a soup schedule. I don't, sounds like. You know, we were like, hey, man, that chicken tortilla. Yeah. And then lo and behold, once they, now it's on once they put day. Yahoo Serious in charge of the corporation right. and started making some you know, right. systematic changes, I think things have really been looking up there at the yeah. A lot, of, steakhouse. a lot of folks were upset to hear that he quit acting to solely focus on his chain of uh, <laughs> Outback restaurants that he owned. Well, he's got a lot of, you know, his celebrity friends showing up and stuff now, like Ron Jeremy. It's good for business. Yeah, it's, yeah. And uh, Paul Hogan? Mm, I don't know. I think, I think I, he's got a few going beef. with that corporation. Yeah. yeah. There was there was a, a botched deal early on where they were supposed to do some work together and mm. there's there's still bad feelings. Mm. Still bad feelings. He's supposed to play Yahoo Sirius's dad in Young Einstein. Well, I would have watched that. He was gonna be Albert Einstein. <laughs> I guess. Oh, it's me, Paul uh, Albert Einstein. I remember seeing Young Einstein when it came out in yeah. the late eighties or whatever, but I don't really remember the thrust of the narrative. Was he supposed Supposed to be an illegitimate son of Albert Einstein, who uh, was oh. somehow growing up in Down Under. I don't remember. I just know he gets hit by lightning at some point. Yeah, and, like I he plays he a violin. Invents putting the bubbles in beer is yeah. like the big climax of the film. I'm maybe, not sure. maybe as he was hit by lightning or something. Australia's weird. Man. Either way, uh, four ninja stars. I'm going to give it right yeah. now from just just from my big memories. Yeah. Minimum. Solid four ninja stars. I agree to that. Or young Einstein. Hey, speaking of reviews, it's Baby Oil and Blow It Action Podcast Roganza Palooza. Strap them up, strap them on. You're getting strap pegged tonight, on. fella. Oh, I don't know. There's a group of rowdy lesbians that had some sort of like soccer chant about strap-ons. Nice. The last time I was in the bar, it was pretty intimidating. What was this? I don't know. I'm sorry, I missed out. Ago, they were. I definitely got to get back there. They were very rowdy and very drunk. Oh, hell I yeah. was just sober and looking to close the place down, and they were pounding on the tables like they were Hitler giving speeches and shit, oh, yelling boy. about strap-ons. I have been accused of wrongdoing, but these folks will not deter us. We will annex Poland by the spring at any cost. And our stock will rise high. 
Oh, jeez. These, these weren't these weren't the kind of lesbians you were hoping they were. <laughs> when when you're picturing this going on in your head right now, they're not, they're not the kind you're hoping they were. Mate. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was always last man standing when the three of us would play She's Too Fat for me. That's right. All right. Yeah, you, you do. I'm willing to see what she's... That, uh, that's why we call you the closer. That's right, baby. The closer. I am one half of your thing here. I am <laughs> Matt O. It's a podcast. With me, as always. Podcast. He is the uh, mm. Kevin Bacon to my Kira Sedgwick. He is wow. Nate Adams. Oh, hoy, hoy, everybody. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that my face is looking sunken in and zombie-like and that you're looking like you're 45 years old at the age of 20. That's that's not good for us. Yeah, you know, we all got our crosses to yeah, bear. I guess we do. I guess we do. I'm thinking about it. They need to get uh, Kevin Bacon and Ethan Hawke to play like uh, some sort of duo some sort yeah. of relations in a movie they right. both they both have those faces that are just continuously sinking yeah. in further and further and your further. eyes can't go any further back yeah they're both just looking more and more like general tarkin every day i think it would be uh yeah. real easy for them to play a couple of estranged brothers or something that you know got to come back together to settle up the family estate ethan hawk looks a lot like tarkin uh oh yeah, young Tarkin. Yeah, that's that's maybe that's uh. Can we pitch that? Anybody at Disney Plus out there uh, listen to our podcast? Hit us up. Uh, feedback at babyoilandblow dot com. There you, you know, go. We'll, we'll give you all our ideas. Kevin Bacon though, he's just looking like the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, well he's he's I think got a, got a, got ooh, maybe like a solid ten years on Ethan Hawke probably. Would you say? I don't know. Ah. Timelines, man. Timelines are the first thing to go. Ooh, that's a tough one to say. They're both a thing in the eighties. Yeah, he's got to be five to ten years older. I guess uh, yeah, it's a perfect casting yeah. though, right there. Mm-hmm. Fucking Crypt Keeper plays their uh, father. Yeah, yeah. Who dies? And then they got to go older brother. Some yeah. cool shit. <laughs> Carve up all his. Uh, who's who's gonna uh, inherit the dungeon? Is is what we're gonna figure out. The, the, the crypt, I guess is. Mm. Yeah. It was down in the basement. Are just, crypts tech, can they be down in the basement, basement of houses? basement at HBO, yeah. really. It's, remember when HBO's operations used to be run out of a spooky uh, house in a residential area? <laughs> why are they? It really. Why is their business office at that yeah. at that haunted house? Over the last 20 years, they've really grown. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Good on them. Congratulations. That whole, like. You guys can hit us, too. We, we got ideas for your properties, too. Their old logo that was that. Whoa, the TV turning oh, yeah. on. Never forget, never forget that logo. That was just because of one of the haunted TVs in the haunted house they worked at. Kept doing <laughs> oh, that. Fucking th- yeah. th- the ghost is back. They're like, mm, might as well make it our logo. Oh, yeah. You remember that HBO music? Oh, yeah. When you saw that, flipping through the channels and you hit that, like, oh shit, a movie starting right at the beginning. Back in the day, it was mostly just like, oh, if I catch like three-fourths of a movie it's it's cool like yeah. oh i didn't even miss that much of it if you could catch it like holy shit something's starting right now and correct me if i'm wrong that was if, the business if you heard that music it signified that they hadn't told you yet if there was going to be nudity in the movie oh is waiting with bated breath right like oh that was man waiting with bated breath to see if we were about to have a baited penis that's right oh oh nudity okay mm-hmm. all right it's happening. Hey, uh, speaking of reviews, uh, oh. what, do you, what did you think about Tom and Jerry? <laughs> oh, is it dropped? Yeah. Hell yeah. We've been building this one up for yeah, weeks. Man. Yeah, man. Um, 
So I was trying to watch Tom and Jerry the other day. Uh-huh. I, I couldn't get my Crackle app to load. It kept on giving me weird errors, and I was like, Crackle, what's what's going on, man? I, I updated to the, the, the latest version, I think. You know damn well it's on HBO. So, yeah, I ended up just watching uh, a really weird Elijah Wood movie called Come to Daddy. Yeah, which I, which, which I, I saw three-fourths of that. I highly recommend that film. Yeah. Great weird stuff going on in yeah. there. The, the least of which is his weird bowl cut and mustache combo he's oh, got going Oh, yeah, he's the least offensive part of that film. Him lying about being Elton John's protege to his estranged <sighs> father, that's just a great yeah. plot line for a movie. I was uh, far too gone when I tried to watch that. Oh, give it, give that one another go. I'm, I'm going to. I'm in the middle of a spooky witch that uh, kidnaps children double feature right I'm now. I'm listening. I, f- I first I watched The Wretched, which uh-huh. uh, was quite uh, enjoyable to me. Modern to modern take one. on that one, yeah, a little fright. I might have seen plotting. it already. And then I was uh, doing that throwback uh, Gretel and Hansel that came out recently too, also about a spooky woods witch. That I, was last year. I got about halfway through that one, and then I was just like, "Oh, I'm passed out. I didn't finish yeah. this movie." The Gretel and you're talking about that Gretel and Hansel one from last yeah, year. Yeah, very, yeah, very, very recent. I, uh, I kind of Oz, whatever Oz Perkins, maybe. Uh, I kind of enjoyed that. Oh yeah, I was enjoying it before I was too drunk to be conscious. It's got anymore. a weird dark tone to it, mm-hmm. just really weird. Mm-hmm. Very enjoyable. Everybody looks weird in that movie. Yeah. The two little kids yeah. look weird. The old lady witch looked weird. They all look weird and foreign. Not in Tom and Jerry. It was a delight. Oh yeah, yeah. We're supposed to be talking about Tom. And yeah. Jerry. Do you know who you asked me last week? I did. I was going to ask you it? again. I was going to be like, who? Yeah. Who are the, the the human leads in this thing? Great like, news. Uh huh. It's uh, that Chloe Moretz gets gets Moretz. Chloe 70's uh, starring. Chloe Moretz. Chloe, Chloe whatever, Moretz. Whatever her name is. But the real deal is... Uh, Holyfield's in it? All, they got Holyfield? It's all these Tom and Jerry antics going on. Yeah. All while Michael Pena antics. has to react to it. Oh, that sounds delightful. Yeah. I, I did see... Uh, uh, after you talking about it, me having no idea what you were talking about, yeah. I did finally see a commercial for it right. playing on that HBO, and I was like, "This just looks mostly like a Tom and Jerry cartoon." Yeah, it, it was look delightful. Like they did much to make a movie out of it whatsoever. They reused classic Tom and Jerry bits from specific Tom and Jerry episodes. Okay, There's okay. all sorts of Tom and Jerry characters in wow. it. You get Michael Pena. Pre- or cleaning Are we up checks from Tom and Jerry that I'm not seeing my uh, that's, that's percentage neither here right nor here. there. Is that, is that what's been happening? Michael over the last couple Pena of weeks? has to pick up one of Spike the Bulldog's cartoon poops. You can imagine the faces <laughs> cartoon he's poops. I'm laughing already. Oh, I'm laughing already. It's a must see. Baby Mom Blow says, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's a must listen is our uh, yeah new new feature here in the month of. Fucking March, March that we're starting up here. Lousy smarch. It's March Madness on <laughs> Baby Oil and Blow. We got that trademarked. Don't, yeah. uh, don't let anybody don't else tell you it. that uh, they started it before we did. That's right. We're, we've made our brackets. We've decided uh, which fight tournament movies we're going to be watching throughout the... Right now is... All of them. We're going to be talking about like the, 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 the regionals, I think, and then quarterfinals, and then at the end of the month, we'll get to the finals right here. Is, I is think we got happen. four movies slated, we'll declare, so you could just say we're in the final four. <laughs> we'll, we'll declare a king of uh, the fight tournament action movies. Yeah, uh, hell yeah. It works. Yeah, sure. sure Don't sure. overthink it. Let's get into the rundown of our first uh, fight tournament movie here. Uh, rundown this week, uh, today, as we recorded, it's uh, mm. Casimir Pulaski Day uh, in the city Eater, of Chicago. Order. So, yeah. 
This rundown's being brought to us by uh, my fellow Polak there, Jim's original over there on oh. a uh, University uh, Village. Oh. Go go there, get one of their Polish sausages. Oh, get a it's Polish, at, uh, huh? Twelve fifty uh, South Union over there, you, up there. It's right nice off, parts. right off the expressway. You know, he's over by there. Shoot down over by there. Get yourself a Polish sausage, and uh, you know. Put one up for for Casimir Pulaski, uh, who I think he's a good dude. Rode horses real good or something. From what I understand, I yeah. Don't, I don't know why we have a whole day about him. It seems weird. It and, seems uh, weird and extraneous. We're just throwing all the Polish people a bone yeah. with that one. And yeah, we appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, appreciate it. We appreciate it. The Bears. The rundown is of one of the premier 1980s martial arts films, Ooh. 1989's Best of the Best. Wow. Right, the title's putting it out there right there. It's letting yeah. you know what it is right there. Chuck Liddell cites it as one of his favorite films. <laughs> you know it's serious. <laughs> well, I fucking... It says it all Chuck right Lydell there. Chuck Liddell says, check it out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, next week on Baby Oil and Blow, we'll uh, see you there. Uh, I don't know. Wraps it up, man. Maybe maybe we got something else. We'll see what we We could expand on Chuck Liddell's thoughts, maybe. Uh, this is a film with a runtime of 97 minutes. Not too bad. In That's where and out, we like them. In and a little out. This is a film, a tragic story here at first, and then it turns into uh, a sort movie? of a, yeah, a twist. A little yeah. I mean, budget here is, is the tragedy at first. Oh, no. Five million they spent making this movie. Gross coming back, only 1.7 million. 1.7 million. So, wow. tragically, no one saw Best of the Best in theaters. But Jeez. happy ending here. So many young assholes like myself must have rented it on VHS over yeah. and over again. That There's like four sequels well, to this piece are. of shit. So, fucking hell yeah. They're how, raking it in with those VHS rentals. How many of those sequels Casual. did you see? Uh, I'm not certain I've seen anything past two and I couldn't tell you anything about two. about two that's fair except that Eric Roberts does not come back I'm certain of that he's on the cover oh is he yeah well, then I'm he's certain, not in the third I'm certain of nothing about it then that's fair I thought it was just Chris Penn and Tommy in the second one in my memory well there, it very well could be it's probably just like I think if he shows back up yeah. it's like for like the first scene where he's like oh hey Tommy uh good, good of you to call yeah sorry I can't make it for the new tournament this time but uh, We're talking. Good for luck a to you guys. See you later, man. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, say hey to whatever Dudikoff adjacent actor you oh, got as yeah. my replacement for this one. I'm yeah, not so sure. Not so sure. I went. They make it seem. Director like of Best of the Best is a man named Robert Radler, which is a cool double oh, the R Rad name. Man. Sounds like Stan Lee came up with him. This is a guy who not only did he direct Robert Best of the Best, Radler. he also directed Best of the Best Two. Ooh. He also directed the Billy Blanks movie Showdown, mm-hmm. and he also directed like multiple episodes of multiple series Ooh. of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers shows. Ooh. It's morphin' time! This guy knows about his martial arts. I'll tell you that right now. He's the man. Right now, motherfucker. Stars of this film. All of them. This is an ensemble piece, so we need to fucking buckle up. Yes, sir. a lot of people to talk about here. Eric Roberts is our big star, though. Big name of the film. How is Eric Roberts as the father? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. He's playing a character, Alex Grady, who's our hero. He's a great dad, and he's a member of the U.S. karate team. Uh, he's Mickey Wolfman in Inherent Vice. You know, you know him as that. Mm. Uh, 
probably the most criminally underrated film of the last 10 years, Inherent Vice. I just Inherent wanted to Vice. throw a plug out there for that. Y'all sleeping on that one, talking like it's lesser Paul Thomas Anderson? No, it's his best movie. Yeah. Check it out again. Watch it again. You didn't get it the first time, Mm-mm. people. You can watch it sober. You can watch mm. it not sober. I recommend doing both. It's a trip. Any questions? Is that a swastika on that man's face? Um, no, it isn't. That's an ancient Hindu symbol, meaning all is well. It brings good fortune, luck, and well-being. What do you mean? No mean that it looked like a swastika to me. Well, he isn't a regular employee of the Institute. Perhaps you should pay no attention to that man. Philip Ree is in this film as Tommy Lee. Mm-hmm. He's the one Asian guy on the U.S. karate team. Gotta have one. They had to get one. You, yeah. you gotta have one guy who actually knows karate to be on the Correct. karate team, probably. Uh, you might also recommend him, or recognize, recognize, recognize yeah. him from the film's... Uh, Best of the best two. Yep. Best of the best three. Yeah. And best of the best four. See Tommy Lee in that I, one. I don't think anything else. Okay. I think probably anything else. Okay. Okay. I'm assuming he's Tommy Lee in that one. Huh. A guy named John Die is in this film as mm. Virgil Keller. He's a who oh, I wrote Virgin Keller. That's a that's a typo. Wow, right there. that's a shot. He's uh the dude on the karate team who's got a terrible looking chin strap beard. I thought his beard uh, looked pretty cool. Uh, you know him as playing the character Detective Adam Sanders in the Jeff Speakman film The Perfect Weapon. Adam Sanders, I love all his <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fucking hell yeah! That one where he hits the golf balls real far. Yeah, hilarious. Too good for your home. Uh, another scrub who's on the U.S. karate team is David Agresta playing Sonny Grasso. He's the Italian with the long, greasy hair on the uh, team. Love scrubs. His literal only credit is this movie. Yeah. <laughs> nothing else. That's pretty cool. He's appeared in nothing else. I like that he was just like, I want to be in this movie, yeah. and then I'm done. You get a real nobody in this movie. You got to get a big actor to counteract it. So uh, that's when you get a Chris Penn. Who's in this film playing Travis Brickley, a wild card hillbilly cowboy of the karate team? Quick point, rest in peace, rest in peace, nice guy Eddie. Uh, also, you He's dead sure as shit. remember him as the chubby one, Willard from Footloose. He's yeah, very charming. He's doing the wrestling film. dances, very charming in that film. Remember when he's doing the wrestling dances? Mm, I'll never forget him. Because he didn't know how to dance, Nate. Philip's brother, Simon Ree, is also (gasps) in this film. We got a brother duo. He's playing Dehan Pak. You mean Eye Patch. He's the main Korean fucking bad guy, karate guy, who's got an eye patch and a goatee. His name is Eye Patch. Pretty cool. He has been a stuntman in literally everything ever made from 1980 to now. I mean, I'm he talking... He was in Birds of Prey, which I just watched MacGyver. for the second time, apparently. I'm talking Walker, Texas Ranger. You got that uh, from one and a three quarters all the way up to two times with the Birds of Prey now? I think it's chipping away. We never went back. We never went Even back. Even with all the Tom and Jerry watching you've been doing? Well, that took Very a while impressive. to get through. Very impressive. James Earl Jones is in this film I've heard as of him. Coach Frank Cuzo, the coach of the fucking U.S. karate team. Yeah. When you think karate, you think James Earl Jones. I think of that blind old fat from Sandlot. <laughs> That's true. He was that. Also, King Jaffe Joffer, uh, uh, the king of Zamunda, 
in the upcoming film Coming Number Two America on oh, uh, one of our big man. sponsors, apparently HBO Max. You gotta go fucking get that. Let's thing. go on to Amazon. Get your streaming platforms right. right. Is that what's going on? Yeah, it's an Amazon original. Send us some more. How do you fucking keep track? <laughs> Which things are going to all these fucking different crazy streaming services? There's too many of them, Matt. It's a pandemic. There's too many of them. I just sit at home staring at these streaming services, waiting for something to happen. Ooh. Ooh, Tom and Jerry. Tom and yeah. Jerry came. Much Ooh, a 45 years too late coming to America sequel. Don't know where I stand on that. Uh, Sally Kirkland is in this film as maybe its most essential character, mm. Catherine Wade, Wade, who is a, get a load of this, female karate trainer who's learned all <sighs> sorts of tricks in the Far East. She's going to bring them to the, to the United States to help out our boys, our boys in the red, white, and blue. Uh, you know her from playing the character Barney's Woman in a, a 70s exploitation bank robbery movie that I like quite a bit called Big Bad Mama. Hold it right there, mister. Angie Dickinson is Big Bad Mama. A mother's still got some rights in this country. Hey, you can't do that. The hell I can't. Paradise, Texas, 1932. Prosperity was just around the corner at the nearest bank. Get the money! Like John D. Rockefeller said, you gotta grasp the dynamics of money and keep the currency on the move. Where'd you go, folks? Why can't we be right up there with Ford, Rockefeller, Capone, and all the rest of them? The cops. Living fast, killing faster, they blasted their way through seven states. Angie Dickinson, William Shatner, Tom Scarry, Big Bad Mama, rated R. Big Bad Mama. Also, she played uh, one of Felicity's professors on the TV show Felicity. I think pre-haircut, so you could probably check that one out too. Mm. Unless you like fire up one of the episodes and she's got the short hair and then don't, don't even bother watching it. Oh, my God. Why, oh. why even bother? Felicity Huff. Yeah. Uh, there's not just one woman in this film, though. There's actually two. Is there? Uh, yeah. I don't remember a second. Louise Fletcher plays Mrs. Grady, Eric Roberts' mom, mm. who he's on the phone with the entire movie for yeah. no fucking reason. Um, she, of course, was terrifying as the weird grandmother in Flowers in the Attic. Oh. Some people remember her from doing a little thing called being Nurse Ratchet. But uh, no, she she was Nora yeah. Bloom in the 90s virtual reality drama VR5. Ooh. <laughs> People in our social circles remember VR5, I yeah. think, a little better than Kooky. Not to be mistaken with the hit television show VR Troopers. Yeah, also another good 90s virtual reality show. Yeah. Also, we saw her in Virtuosity briefly, so this is, she's a... She's a this is back. she's stable on both. This is virtual doubles. insanity. Hitting doubles, you know what's fucking insane? Our boy John P. Ryan is Ooh. also in this film playing Jennings, the guy who's like I don't know funding the U.S. karate hey. team. I don't see much money in this. No. We saw him in Class of 1999. Yeah. We saw him in Delta Force 2. <laughs> he is now a baby oil and blow triple crown winner. Put him up on the board. Sure is. John P. Ryan, you fucking, you've earned it, buddy. You stud. You fucking earned it, stud muffin. Speaking of big, beefy men, one last guy I want to mention real okay. quick, because he's, he's a legend. It's Chris uh, Penn again. Kane Hodder is in this film, oh, playing the character Burt, just a guy who gets punched real quick at the beginning of the movie and yeah. then disappears, but... 
This guy's fucking Jason Voorhees. And he really like is. The last few uh, shitty, shitty Friday the 13th movies. But he's so good at it that like people still love him the most, even though he's in the shittiest ones. He's also in those... Victor Crowley. Crowley Victor Crowley in the Hatchet, hatchet movies. movies. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Horror movie legend shows yeah. up to all of the conventions and festivals. Fucking just like a, a cool dude. Just a yeah. cool dude. If you go, he'll take a picture with you. He Absolutely. He, he's... I've seen all, all these pictures. He doesn't care He'll what you smell like. He'll also let you buy him shots at the bar. Will he? he? Totally. He's down for it. Oh, that's cool. Tagline of this film. We could do that. <laughs> this, this tagline here. <laughs> a team is not a team if you don't give a damn about each other. I mean, it's just a, that's truer words, man. A line you know? that James Earl Jones says in the movie that they've just listed as the tagline here. Pretty weird. It's, Truer words, my man. Yeah, it gets me pumped to see some karate yeah, fights. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. The ultimate team sport, karate. Mm-hmm. 100%. Sure, percent. Sure. Let's do. Let's get into a little uh, plot synopsis here. Okay. Plot synopsis: the best of the best. Uh, <clears throat> a team from the United States is going to compete against Korea in a Taekwondo tournament. The team consists of fighters from all over the country. Can they overcome their rivalry and work together to win? I hope so, because from what I know from the tagline, a team is not a team if you don't give a damn about each other. In the ultimate team building skills sport of karate. Or taekwondo. This one's not quite sure what we're doing from scene to scene. Yeah. But let's get into the bullet points. That's our next segment of the podcast where we dig into our notes. We talk about all the things that jumped out at us as we were watching the film. Matt, I see you got some notes queued up there. What is your first bullet point? Slap it a base. Paul Rudd's not in this movie. I know that. No, but there's a very sexy soundtrack to get this thing started where we're just... Pumping in some of that '80s slap bass, man. The music in this one oh. goes above and beyond Ooh. on multiple levels. Whether it's Ooh. the score we're getting, whether it's original songs that are Nate, popping up later, uh-huh. no time for weakness no. or hesitating. That's true. You know? Uh huh. That's just, just getting some wisdom of. from the coach character and from the songs we're hearing. Yeah, in this film. you should really listen to the songs in this. Yeah, one. very dramatic. There's very sun setting over Korea. We got lines of Korean men in karate gis doing karate gis. doing taekwondo katas or whatever the fuck they call them. And yeah, it's yeah. fucking. And you're like, oh shit, these Korean guys, they seem pretty fucking serious. But Koreans and all their discipline and shit is probably going to be a pretty boring movie. I don't know yeah. if, how much I want to watch. No, oh, don't worry. Smash cut and we're in the US yeah. of A, motherfucker. Rock music's playing. We're in a yeah. fucking like. Assembly line and an auto plant, fucking dropping hennies into chassis. They're either, I didn't take a close enough look, they were either working, they were, it was either Pontiac or Chevy, because you were looking at either Camaros or Firebirds. Hell yeah, fucking muscle cars. Couldn't make out which. Thing you need to know about this plant, though, it's a it's cool muscle cars being built there. B Eric Roberts works there, and he's the most popular employee at the plant. Yeah. it's quitting time. We see this guy marching. He puts the muscle in he's muscle like car, finger gunning everybody, smiling, waving. Everybody's like, "Yo, Eric Roberts! Oh, Eric Roberts is on the floor! Yo, oh, what up, bro?" Whoa. Everybody loves this guy. He's going to go do cocaine tonight at the bar. He's probably gonna do cocaine 
after he goes home and washes his hair and deep, deep conditions mm. it because mm. his hair looks so good Luscious. in every scene in this movie. You know he's got a routine. He's got a mane. He's looking like the cowardly lion in this movie. It's it's something special. It's something to behold. So the little lady noticed immediately mm. the hair. Okay, Eric yeah. Robert's uh-huh, hair. Yeah. And we both came Don't got to be a beauty school dropout to just have that hair pop out at you right away. We came to the realization his hair is almost identical to Beast in his human form mm-hmm. in the cartoon movie mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast. Wow. Also, we, just kind of that live action one that Sarah Connor was in. He kind of just looks like the Beast. Oh, 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 that's a, that's a different guy altogether. But, like in the face and the hair. Well, yeah. But that hair, though, the closest thing we could find online was there was a movie reviewer in 1991 oh. who described the beast in his human form uh-huh. to have Eric Roberts-esque good looks. <laughs> so he saw it. It was on his mind. Yeah, this is... He said it without saying it. People are connecting the dots. Yeah, this I'm is, telling you. We're not talking on a turn here. I'm going to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. So he gets off work, and then we get like one four-second scene where he's wearing a deep, deep V-neck yeah. cut sweater. He looks really cool. And like nothing under it, so you can see like he's, okay, his chest is out and he waxes, like just to let you know. Yeah. But also he's teaching his little son to ride a bike. Oh, Walter? Yeah, so you're like, all right, this this, this guy's a good guy. He's yeah. got a son, and he like teaches him to ride bikes. He's pretty good. He's probably our hero. Right. And then it's like... Only like four seconds of that. Get that fucking kid out of this movie now. We got to move on and do karate shit. And they do. <laughs> oh, yeah. In a dojo. Yeah, they do. Where they're karate. Oh, yeah. This is where we meet Tommy Lee. It's where it's He's correct. also a good guy because he teaches Taekwondo classes to little kids. He's like, hey, yo, you little kids over there Don't wrestling fight, around bro. on the ground. This isn't what, what is, the martial no. arts is about. No. We're all about like, you know. Getting out into nature and discipline yeah. and spirituality and shit. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna teach you really just cool dumb shit. shit. Dumb shit. You're not allowed Asian to use shit. ever. Yeah. Dumb Asian shit. I don't care about. Uh, yeah. And so, so we've got our two heroes. They're good with children. Thank God we know that. Yep. We're establishing all the right things because this is a kindergarten cop esque movie where these guys get thrown into situations where they have to raise kids. It's, yeah. That's where this plot goes. Clearly. No, it's not where oh? the plot goes. Oh, shit. As a matter of fact, they're oh. kind of conning us, because the next scene lets us know that Eric Roberts is a terrible father. Uh, this is when he's, like, crying to his yeah. mom. He's like, oh, I'm going to go join the karate team, Mom. Yeah, he and Tommy Lee both get those uh, letters at about yeah. the same time. Uh-huh, yeah. They're, congratulations, you've been chosen to, to try to out for the U.S. School. karate team. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, misspelled. Was uh, it? <laughs> can grad a D instead of the T. Did it really? Yes. Yeah, no way. So, so right off, oh. you're just like, these guys aren't thinking about spelling. These guys are thinking about karate. So, oh. So, so we're doing catch. okay. We're doing okay. Good catch. Yeah, but oh. she, she's like, uh, what are you talking about? You, you can't be you going can't. away what from about to join the karate team. What about your son, Walter? Mom, he, he screams the line, Mom, I've got nothing here. And then immediately after he says, I've got nothing here, you hear his son like yelling from the next room like, Hey, Dad, I haven't got anything for dinner yeah. yet or whatever. He's like, oh, will you read me a book? I think that's what it was, yeah. <laughs> nothing. I've learned. There's no, look around. There's nothing yeah. here I care about. Not a single thing. Are you sure about anything? <laughs> I need this competition. That's all I have in my life. Yeah, she's like, what about your son? <laughs> He's like, what about my son? What about your shoulder? 
I'm worried about your dick. shoulder, yeah. Rick Roberts. Oh, yeah, too. We, we established that. He's kind of a little bit long in the tooth as a karate man because he, he was a karate man once already, and then he got knocked out with a shoulder injury. Yeah. Like, is he still going to have it in him to be able to fucking karate with that old man's shoulder? This is a little bit like of a necessary roughness mm. type thing where old Quantum Leap had Rolled to come back. Sinbad, and, yeah. Uh, Playing quarterback for for a college football team. No, you're mistaken. Very similar. You're thinking of uh, 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 major that? league three. Oh, back uh, in the back, majors. Back to the back majors. The major, by, but yeah, I don't. I don't know that I, I saw the third one. About. Big fan of the second one. I remember. I was like, sure. Uh, second one's a great. One. Sure, they didn't get snipes back. They but, didn't need. You know, them. you don't need them. They got. Yeah. They got enough. Yeah, they got, got enough. Omar Epps. <laughs> just as good. Just as good. History has shown just as good. Oh, he's still doing uh-huh. TVs and films. Uh-huh. Um, so this guy's a dickhead. He's got a shoulder. Yeah. We got to choose, well, choose son's, the karate team. Son's though. kind of a dick, too, because yeah. he's like, you better uh-huh. get that fucking medal. Right. He's like, son, I got to break some news to you. I'm going to be gone for a couple months. He's like, what, like two months? More like three months. Yeah. Not two months, you idiot. This is a U.S. karate team. Yeah. Pull your head out of your ass, you little moron. Three months. It's going to be three fucking months. I'm going to be gone for the whole financial quarter, all right, man? You're going to stiff upper lip. You're going to have to fend for yourself. I don't think think my crazy old mom's going to be able to handle you this whole time. Time for you to become a man. Geriatric. Six-year-old. Yeah, but the little kid's like, dweeb. all right, I don't care that my dad's leaving for three months. Yeah. Just as long as you win a gold medal and bring it to me. I want your gold medal. Literally give it to me. I'm going to hang it in my bedroom. Yeah, he, that's what he says. Eric Roberts is like, whatever, weird, bro. But if it gets me out of being a dad for three months, he's it's like, a deal. He's like, if I win, I'm not coming back here. I'm going straight to pussy yeah, town, right. whatever, dork. Like, I'm going to win a fucking gold medal over in Korea yeah. and then not just be banging Korean fucking right. chicks for the next six months after I'm just like glorified yeah. as a hero. I'm taller than five foot seven. I'm automatically mm. a supermodel yeah, over there. I'm fucking up to five eleven when you count my hair. I got some moose in this mane. Oh, and it's it's getting God, higher by the great. second. Uh, but the Korean team is choosing their guys, and it's like yeah. a serious ceremony. They're all lined up still. You can tell all these guys do is karate all day long. Yeah. They're basically karate masters, even though what they're doing is Taekwondo. It's very confusing. It's a Taekwondo tournament, but they keep calling the guys in the karate. U.S. the U.S. karate team. Yeah. The movie seems to have no concept of the fact that different kinds of Asian peoples have different kinds of martial arts. They're throwing around all these terms completely interchangeably. Or that different kinds of Asian people are different kinds right, of Asian right. people. Right, yeah. yeah. This thing, I don't know where it was filmed, but yeah, it wasn't Korea, because no. uh, once we get to Korea, spoiler alert, all the street signs are in Chinese. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> There's a lot of... It's a broad cultural spectrum we're getting watching this movie. A little bit of everything. Yeah, we're doing a little melting pa- taste pot. of this. You know, it's it's teaching it's people nice. is what's happening. I like it's it. It's good. It's it's good that it does this. Thank you, best of the best. The best. When the Americans are choosing their team, that's yeah. a different story. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's hell fucking yeah. chaos. Yeah. That's what's happening. They're like, hey, uh, instead of you guys just training here all the time and we say mm-hmm. who's the best, yeah. We're just going to bring yeah. a bunch of American jamokes right. from around the country it's to beat each other up for a day. going to be the Battle of the Tough Guys tournament from No Holds Barred. That's <laughs> pretty what much what it do. was. And then we're going to arbitrarily point at five guys and say, yeah. you're the U.S. karate team. Now yeah. go fight Taekwondo. Yeah, Chris Penn gets 
beat up the entire time or disqualified really the entire yeah, time. Over and over And he's again. like the first person they name on the team. He's putting hands more really on refs than he is yeah. his opponents during all these like tryout sequences. Yeah. And this is when we meet the coach and the coach is James Earl Jones, of yeah. course. And he says right off the bat, this is a circus. Like, You're damn straight it is. Look at all these hillbillies you got. Goddamn circus, James Earl Jones. Chris Penn's chewing tobacco out there on the yeah. floor. And he's like, that guy's a fighter. I want him. And I'm, this is this is the first hint I have. Mm-hmm. First little hint. I'm not quite sure yet, but I was thinking to myself, mm-hmm. maybe Coach is a moron? Oh. Maybe Coach is a moron. We'll just let that oh. develop over the course of the movie. Maybe we'll he's see. just <laughs> gone senile. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> this is what you need to win. Chris Penn's throwing chairs. He's literally yeah. throwing chairs across the room. Yeah. And like you said, he doesn't even beat anybody up. He's got moxie. Uh, Eric Roberts mm-hmm. is, and, and I don't understand this, donning his absolute best look in the entire movie mm, okay, yeah. in this scene. Uh-huh. I don't know why they wasted it for here. Sure. Let's paint a, paint a he's picture got, here. He's got like a gray karate gi Ooh, with the sleeves baby. cut off. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. the sound of that. He kind of looks like a street fighter, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. But he's also got like uh, the half Ken pony. Ryu Roberts. Yeah. He's got the half pony going. Yeah, not, yeah he not does. A, not a man yeah, bun. Yeah, he does. No, But he's got no. the half pony uh-huh. going. And my it's loose, it's bobbing around. God, does it look it's gotta good? Got to keep it loose. Hair looks great. You combine that with the uh, the the gi shiny coat, and then and then the muscles coming Lustrous. out from the gi. He's looking amazing. Yeah, here. he's pretty pretty cut up. This yeah. movie, you could tell he did some training. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is gonna be it. I'm the new fucking Schwarzenegger. I'm the new Stallone. It's Schwarzenegger, Stallone, Roberts. That's what that's what people are gonna start saying. Yep. We also get introduced to our other characters, Virgil and Sonny Grasso. Uh, Sonny, greasy hair and chin strap. Yeah, Sonny Grasso is Italian and from Detroit, and we know this because mm-hmm. he says both things yeah. eight times sure. in this introductory mm-hmm. scene, where he's literally just going, yeah. "I'm Italian. I'm uh-huh. from Detroit." These characters, I gotta say, yeah. they don't amount to much over the course of this movie. <laughs> These guys are filler, man. The, They're always just standing in the background so we can say we got yeah. five members of the U.S. karate team. I'd like to tell you that the work is more so focused on the karate and the martial arts yeah, as opposed to true, the character yeah. work. Right, right. But that but would also, also be a lie. Be a total lie. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. not a thing that happens yeah. over the course of this film either. Yeah, They made a movie, though. Something that happens, though, is our boy John P. Ryan shows up mm-hmm. and he... Kramer's it through a fucking door. This is how we're introduced Absolutely. to this character. Yeah. Giddy up. He's he's woof. here and he's pumped. And he's like, I'm dressed to the nines. I'm high energy. Coach James Earl Jones, you putting together my U.S. karate team. You know how much I love having the tra- karate team like, as part of my I'm doing. business empire or whatever. Never quite figured you. out who this guy was, uh, how he no. was making money off this uh, karate scheme he seems to have going. But no. I don't know, but he, he lets us know, like, uh, you picked me a good team, and he's like, uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to. I got this Eric Roberts guy. He's pretty good, and he's like, I'm not so sure about that, James Earl Jones. I'm worried about his gimpy shoulders, yeah. he says. <laughs> like, that gave me a chuckle. Oh. <laughs> Left him busting up the gimpy shoulders. He's got a gimpy shoulder. shoulders. Not it's wrong. True. It's true. I mean, fuck. Eric Roberts' own mother was worried about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so that's two uh, mentions of the shoulder at this point. If you're mm-hmm. keeping track, we might be uh, addressing the shoulder thing at some point in the movie. This might pop up again. If there's two things to know in this movie so mm-hmm. far, that's right. three things to know in this movie so far, it's that 
Eric Roberts has a shoulder injury. That's right. That I one guy that. from Korea has an eye patch. <laughs> and, and number three, Sonny Grasso is Italian and from and Detroit. from Detroit. Yeah. yeah, that's right. We've established all major... So James Earl Jones names the team. It's uh, Tommy what Lee. It's Eric him? Roberts. It's Chris oh, Penn. Yeah. It's Chinstrap and it's Sonny Grazzo. The Virgil. Virgil Keller. He's got to give his big speech here. Where his booming voice is just yeah. like being put to full effect where he's like, you will eat, sleep, and breathe, and <laughs> shit competition. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh shit, coach is serious. Don't ever <laughs> be late. And I was thinking too, like watching him, like his like lips just like move like Mr. Ed, like the horse where they just like, he looks like they just put peanut butter on him. Yeah. And, like, then like VO'd, like his lips move way more than other people's lips move to like yeah. make this, this, the same English words that we make. Yeah. It looks like he's doing like a dub over Kung Fu movie or something, but it's weird. It's weird what his face does when he's talking, but I like it. It's, it's a lot of dramatic. dramatic lip movement. No drugs, no booze, no women. That's right. This karate team's serious shit. Is what is I'm like, yeah. fuck, man. I'd quit. Doesn't sound fun, though. Like, I no. was hoping this I'm about fun. movie's going to be at least a little bit full of drugs and booze and women. Yeah, I was hoping. John P. Ryan's like, oh, okay, this is great. I love this speech. Everything's going. Just want to let you know, though, I got a ringer I brought in. He's been spending some time in the Far East. Oh. And this trainer, he's got a lot of... Uh, New methods that I think Whoa. is going to help you out in your Whoa. coaching of the karate team, James Earl Jones. And James Earl Jones is like, I don't know if I like the sound of that, man. I coach things Whoa. my way. This might be a little bit of a conflict later on. Whew. I also like that uh, James Earl Jones is like, no drugs, no boozing, no women. Now get yourselves <laughs> together. We're going out to the bar tonight this to get buzzed. But- Booze, booze, drugs, and drugs women. Drugs and women. <laughs> yeah. 100%. I, I'm, on, I, I, I'm explicitly saying this. Yeah. This isn't just Matt like uh, saying that this movie is stupid or something. And right. That's what happens next. I'm explicitly saying this. Contradicting Correct. what I just explicitly said. Damn it. My next bullet point. Yeah. Chris Penn's a racist. <laughs> oh, so sorry. Yeah. This is when he shoulder checks Tommy Lee for no reason. And yeah. then tells him he's so sorry. Uh uh, after after that big speech about how a team's not a team if they don't give a damn about each other things things aren't coming together like well here at first when you got a guy who's not white and then mm-hmm. a real racist white guy on the same on the same team yeah i like this scene though mm-hmm. they gave us a little character development in 2 seconds sure, yeah by eric roberts just being like hey Tommy Lee, you're my roommate. Mm-hmm. I've got a son. Oh, so you have a wife too? Uh-huh. No, she died. Right. So the end. you're probably wondering who's taking care of my son while care. I'm spending the next three months becoming part of the U.S. karate team. Uh, don't worry about it. Molesters. What you got to worry about is uh, greasy hair, listening to opera music with some oh, kind yeah. of tech nerd who I don't think we're ever even like introduced to, but well, that seems to also be part of the training crew. That's Don Peterson. He's okay. also passed away. Oh, first and last name. Uh, he R.A.P. in other stuff. I don't know what, but yeah, he's the guy. Oh, he was in. He was one of the first people to get shot by Gary Oldman last week in uh, fucking... Get right uh, out of yeah, town. No, he was, one he of was the, in Air Force One. He was one of the NSA specialists that wow. was on the plane. So he basically yeah. just played like tech nerds in all these movies, yeah. probably, I assume. That's what he's doing here. Like, uh, I've got computers that's going to help you guys karate. Don't yeah. you worry. And he chain smokes the whole yeah. time. I like yeah. it. And they're, they're cool. listening to opera music. And I'm just yeah. like, all, all right. Um... Moving on, I hope the next one's going to be a little bit more entertaining. And it is, because we learned that Chris Penn and Chinstrap yeah. 
have been thrown together yeah, as fucking roommates, and they're not copacetic at the very beginning here. Chinstrap is a Buddhist, we learn. He's trying to meditate on the bed. Yeah. Chris Penn's all about going and getting some pussy, man. What kind of pussy? I'm talking inner and outer lady. <laughs> so fucking weird. Uh, Chris Penn just motor mouthing it here, talking about labia while uh, the guys... And they're, they're doing like that, that 80s thing where like they're showing Asian meditation yeah. is like this mystical thing where like... Yeah. Old boys like completely on a different plane of existence or whatever, and like oblivious to everything that's happening around yeah. him until he comically hears about these inner and outer labia. Labia. Inner and outer labia? He comes to, he's back to the real world. Yeah. I think at one point Chris Penn refers to his dick as his Miami love muscle. Yes, he does. Oh, what yeah. does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean, Matt? Uh, we're not in Miami here, I don't think. Clearly, he's not from Miami. I think he's suggesting he's banged a lot of trannies mm. with that wiener. Okay. I'm into that. I mean, yeah, they're like, we're going out to a fucking Texas honky-tonk. Get yeah. your shit together, man. Throw on your sandals, hippie dude. We This is labia. last chance we're getting at labia for the next three months, probably. That's right. So that's what we do. We go to a Texas honky-tonk. I think, I think everybody can see what's coming here. Yeah. We get a bunch of redneck hillbillies and a karate team together in the same room. There's going to be a bar brawl. Well, my first note was, hope they don't get into a bar fight. <laughs> you know, Chris Penn is trying his hardest to make this happen. He's just hanging out by the women's restroom, asking girls if they're going number one or number two as they walk through the door. I like that. Which is an awesome fucking move. I like that. This is something... Next time I'm out and about, this is something I'm fucking pulling out of the repertoire. Yeah. This is a good way. This is a good icebreaker right, right here. It's a good way to meet new people. He also knows what he's into. Uh, he's cutting to the chase. Mm -hmm. If a girl just says, like, you're a creep, whatever. Yeah. But if she's I am, like, you're right. If she gives you, you into you, that or not. Yeah. If she gives you, like, oh, I'm going number one or oh, I'm going number two, then you have the springboard to just say, mm -hmm. oh, may I watch? Yeah, sure. Uh -huh. You know, and then it's not weird for anybody. Then you're fast friends, yeah. suddenly no longer strangers. Right. Chinstrap spills a drink on a chick like yep. a putz, and then weirdly she's like into it mm -hmm. and like is all about his shit. And I'm like, what are you talking about, man? You got fucking Eric Roberts standing there, yeah, all fucking chiseled faced with his fl flowing mane. This fucking and Sonny Grasso's there, goofy idiot. He's who's from Detroit. He's yeah. fucking from the streets of Detroit, yeah. grizzled. This goofy putz. Clutzily spills a drink on you, yeah. and you're like, "This is the guy I'm going for." Yeah, he's got I didn't that buy it. Fucking did not did not buy this for a second. This is one time when California I was watching this movie, cool. and I was like, "Bullshit, bullshit." That's not how it's going. No, but he looked cool. But then I was like, "This is how it was going to be going." When we see what Chris Penn's doing, he's dancing with oh, some yeah. guy's girlfriend Ugh. who's wearing a top that some her titties are yeah. just fucking falling <laughs> out of, and he's just got his fingers. All the way in her colon, just yeah. out on the dance floor. He's doing the classic digging, bar butt finger. Just drilling for oil up yeah. there is what he's doing. Yeah. And it's just like, Boston in a blanket. These rednecks playing pool aren't going to like this. No. They're going to like this guy sticking his fingers up their girlfriend's buttholes. Yeah. And they don't. No. So, no. They, they get in a fight here. Uh, also, right before the fight, though, Coach shows up and you're like, oh. maybe Coach had a plan. Like, he was saying. First of all, there's going to be no drugs and booze and pussy. But then he was saying, why don't you all go get some drugs? 
He just wants to see how these guys do under pressure. They're thrown in a real battle environment. I want to know what's up. Coach yeah. has got his fucking karate eye going the whole time he's here. He knew. Yeah. He knew what was going uh-huh. on here. So the guy comes up and he's like, hey, don't be dancing with my woman. And oh, swings oh, at him. Oh, man. And Chris Penn ducks. So then the guy hits the woman Which is square hilarious. in her face. Which is hilarious. I laughed harder than I've laughed. Yeah. And I don't know how long. Just a brutal haymaker directly to this girl's face. It looks face. so good and sounds good. And then they just move on. Like, it's not addressed. Nobody's too, like, nonplussed about he, it. The guy, like, the guy that hits her, he ducks down and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, baby. Everybody's kind of weirdly okay, though, because they, yeah. like, it doesn't even start a huge brawl because of that. They're all no. still just like, oh, whoops, she got punched in the face. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Are we going to brawl or what? And then, like, one guy breaks a fucking pool cue over Chris Penn's back finally. It's like, oh, we got a classic hillbilly bar fight. Now we got ourselves a fight. And uh, Eric Roberts. He's <sighs> on the phone with Louise Fletcher. on the phone with Meemaw. Over, over in the side room here. He's not, uh, he's not involved in the fight. Who is in fight, involved in the fight, though, is Tommy Lee. Yep. Who quickly comes to the defense of his racist friend. And, yeah. uh Shows everybody not to be fucking around. Because even still, after this dude breaks the pool cue, it's still not popping off into yeah. like a huge brawl. Everybody's still just standing around. Yeah, Tommy Lee stops the fight completely mm-hmm. after the pool cue. And then like gets Chris Penn out of there, which is smart. Because it's like, oh, he's the kind of idiot you're going to have to remove from the situation. Because oh, yeah. he's going to go back. Mm-hmm. But then Tommy Lee steps back up to the dudes because they're still barking at him. And he does this cool little karate oh, kick. Get hit. Where he just... Kicks a cigarette out of the dude's mouth just to right be like, out of his mouth. Hey, bro. Bam. That's what Look I could do. Look at this to you. shit. You were wondering if the Asian guy knows yeah. some fucking karate. He does. Turns out he does. He Assholes. knows all the karate's. Piece shit of pops shit. off after that yeah. badass fucking cigarette kick, and also yeah. that that cigarette kick was badass. Yeah, it was. It was coolest thing that's happened in the movie mm-hmm. so far. Mm-hmm. Now we finally got a brawl. Uh, Tommy's kicking everyone's asses. Chin straps just kind of running around in circles around a pool table like a pussy. Yeah. Roberts is still on the phone with his mom. It's not the coolest karate team fighting. Uh, Sonny Grasso fight gets run through a couple of uh, decorative spokes oh, yeah, or whatever. That does happen. R- Roberts finally catches wind, though, and is like, ah, ma, I gotta go. Uh, my friends are in a fight. And then he straight up just thrust kicks a guy through a big plate glass window. Yeah. And I was like, well, that was fucking cool. That's an explanation. Hell yeah, Eric point. Roberts. Yeah. That's how you fucking enter the fray, my man. Let him know who's in town. So they destroy the entire bar, uh, break every stick of furniture yep. and whatnot. And then Coach is like, okay, I've seen enough. Everybody Get round up. We're leaving. Let's get on out. So they just, yeah, they're just like, okay, uh, we're done with our big bar brawl that destroyed this entire bar. I guess we'll just leave under no duress. There's no, like, bar employee or manager or owner or anything who's like... Or local law enforcement. Uh, hey, wait a second. You just did thousands of dollars worth of damage in my establishment here. Uh, you're going to need to come back here and... Certainly pay for this. Probably go to jail. They just uh, let him go. No. <laughs> Everybody's just like, all right, have a good night, U.S. karate team. Good luck out in Korea. We're all rooting for you. <laughs> we love you. You're welcome for the tune-up. Next scene, we meet our mysterious new trainer who's come in from the Far East. Oh, this Wade guy, he's probably going to be a real thorn in my side. It's Catherine Wade, Matt. Whoa. A middle-aged blonde woman. Oh, man. She's the one who's been doing all the training out in the she, Far East. 
But she's a trainer? She's the one that's going to come here to tell Coach how to coach his fucking guys, I think. Fucking, she, uh, a trainer, you yeah, say? she's a trainer. She uh, looks like she could have been a real, you know, hot thing 10 to 15 question sure. mark years ago. 10, 10 to 15 years ago, probably. A little bit uh, over the hill at this point. Yeah, but she she's, she's wearing, like, business suits, so you know she's serious. And she's very, very wooden. Yes, the actress now, I'm saying. Right. Some of the most wooden, yeah. uninteresting acting I've seen out of anybody in a really long time. Yeah. And just right away, I'm just like, why is this character in the movie? How did this woman get cast as this character? Whose idea is this? Where's this shit going? I don't remember any of this from when I watched this movie as a young kid. I remember karate fights. I don't remember a woman in a pantsuit like showing up talking about Far East shit. Somebody said we need a positive female uh, influence in this film. And Somebody one of the producers fired. One of the producers said, well, I got a girl. I've got a mistress who yeah. I need to keep busy for there a couple go. of months. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, we start our karate training by uh, just running laps around the track. I wrote mm-hmm. down, is this the U.S. karate team or is this a high school gym class? Ooh, get them. We're karate training get by em. running laps around. Okay. But then Wade's talking stupid bullshit about training their minds and shit. Yeah. And she's got a just Stepford wife blank face as she's doing it. Just yeah. like, we're going to train your minds as much as we train your bodies. Your blah, 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 blah. So here we go into the part of the movie that's the second act of the movie that's just training montage oh, after training montage there's, after there's, training montage. There's one more little scene right before that okay, okay. where Eric Roberts uh-huh. and uh, Tommy Lee are in a nope. room together. Oh, yeah. And Tommy, roommates we've established. Tommy Lee quickly explains, I don't have brothers or sisters. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just go to the next scene. Like, you, 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 you always haven't had any, or you don't have any. Don't worry about it now. Don't worry about don't, it now. Just that, that scene happened. Yeah. That's all. That's all we get some training about. montages here where the Koreans are just kicking the living shit out of each other. The Koreans. Like, running in knee-deep snow in, like, the they're Ukraine doing, or whatever. They're doing assisted, like, push-up stair walks <laughs> right, where, like, yeah. one holds the legs like a wheelbarrow uh-huh. and the other guy, like, push-ups down, which we could totally do uh-huh. and will do. Right. Probably down the the stairs okay. at the at the zombie club, the oh, basement stairs. Sure, all the Next way. Next time we're in there, fucking going yeah. all the way down. I'm I'm one hundred percent on board. They're doing knuckle push ups, mm-hmm. and then they're just straight the coolest kind of push ups. Straight Rocky Four training. That's right. I put in here. Knee deep snow. The Americans don't stand a chance. No. Oh, you don't think so? No. Well, our next scene, we see Catherine Wade's teaching them how to do yoga. So, what do you think now, Matt? What do you think? I think those. Koreans are fired up. Uh-huh. So, yeah, she's teaching them downward dog, and, like, everybody's just fucking doing it. Meanwhile, like, everybody's on board. They set yeah. it up like Coach is like, uh, I don't think so, John P. Ryan. Like, I'm going to coach things my own way. Then they have a woman show up and be like, A, I'm a woman. Yeah. B, I'm trying to teach us yoga and meditation, not karate. And, like, I'm just like, well, clearly I thought the next bit of this movie would be the dramatic tension between no, her trying to do things her there's way. There's no pushback. Fucking, yeah. James Earl Jones trying to do things his way. Yeah. But no, James Earl Jones just disappears from the movie for a while here. Yeah. While we see her teaching them yoga and meditation and shit. Just letting her do her thing. You there's know? a cool scene, though, where he's like, uh, I'm going to teach you how to smash through blocks with your fists. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm going to smash through five bricks because I'm a fucking badass chick who's been That's in right. the Far East. And I'm like... All right, maybe I judged her a little too quickly. It's pretty cool that she could smash through five bricks with her yeah. fist. 
But uh, yeah, uh, James Earl Jones goes from pissed off to just allowing her to run everything. He doesn't even seem to be the coach anymore. No, I don't think so. Uh, My next big bullet point, which is maybe the heart of this film, the most important scene of this film, lets you know everything you need to know about this film. Chris Penn hates sushi, man. Yeah, he says more racist shit. not like the idea of sushi. Okay. There's a scene where teams having lunch together in some sort of cafeteria. Uh, Chris Penn lets you know if you eat raw fish, it'll slant your eyes and make your dick shrink up. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's Grasso and Eric Roberts are just like cackling at everything he says in the yeah. scene like a couple of hyenas <laughs> which yeah. it seems like to be like oh no there's one racist guy and uh, everybody else is uncomfortable by him we gotta teach him not to be racist no no, no everybody's fully enjoying what he's doing except for tommy who's like uh hey man i don't know if you noticed but i'm an asian guy could you not be so so mean and racist yeah. all the time maybe you could dial that down to which chris penn is like i will fucking Beat your ass, motherfucker. Which is a pretty good American answer. getting in his face. He's a psychopath. He's threatening to fight him at the lunch table. The entire, like, training staff and the coaches are just like, yeah, we're cool with this. We're we're fine with this fucking This is how you build a team. Uh I guess so. Penn's all mushed-mouthed, and uh, fucking Tommy Lee's just can barely speak English. So, Mm -hmm. like, they're going back and forth, and, like, everybody's cackling, and I'm like... I got to turn on the subtitles on I my I got TV it too, my man. Because I can't. Yeah. I've rewound this thing like three times now, and yeah. I can't figure out what they're saying or what I'm supposed to be getting out of this. Yeah. So the gist of what I was missing is uh, Chris Penn keeps calling him, asking him if he's yellow. Yeah. Are you yellow? Yeah, what are you, yellow? And then uh, Tommy V's like, obviously. Yeah. And then they all laugh like, <laughs> high five. Yellow's got two meaning. Game. It means being a coward and it means being the racist thing. Yeah. So yeah, I've, I've, from it's this nice point now, I've just got subtitles on because I'm like, nobody in this movie's good at talking. So, yeah. so we're riding this thing out with the subtitles from this point forward. Especially Eric Roberts, who seems like he just had a stroke right yeah. before filming this. Yeah, and this is, I think, the last scene in the movie from this point forward where he's not crying while talking. Yeah, so, that's fair. So from this point forward, he gets he gets yeah. way more unintelligible than he even started off yeah. as. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think he had a stroke. I think that's just his face. He's just got stroke oh. face, I think. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's too bad. Uh, we get a briefing on who the Korean team is. This is our big scene where we meet all the guys that they're facing. Yep. I got a lot of questions what's going on here. Okay. They're like, Chinstrap, you're going to be fighting this guy. Yeah. He's cool as fuck or whatever. Uh, Sonny Grasso, an Italian from Detroit. Yeah. You're going to be fighting this guy. He's also a also good karate guy. And I'm like, how does this work? Does the U.S. team get to choose what the matchups are? Do they get together with the Korean coaches and, like, they picked half and we picked half? Was it, like, it wasn't pulled out of, That's uh... That's a very good question. They didn't just draw straws because clearly, uh, James Earl Jones knows who he wants. No, yeah, yeah, it's just explicitly. Like, James Earl Jones, he's like, I want uh, him to go this up against Dehan right, yeah. because of reasons, blah, blah, blah. Korean team, I guess, just has no say. It's just, like... Yeah, you guys have to fight the U.S. karate team in your Taekwondo tournament. They get to pick out all the matches. That's so, what this weird non-tournament is going to be. There was uh, uh, later on in, in when we actually get to the fight tournament. Oh, I can't wait. It's got to be so cool. They make it's a reference so cool when that happens. I bet to the weight category that Eric Roberts' character is in. And they do say he's at the top of his weight division. Yeah, or they, I don't even say weight division. I think they just say his division. 
No, they say weight. They say weight division. I, I think they say weight division. Yeah. Okay. So my only logical guess would be that like he picked Maybe these, these guys, guys are at these up. specific weights to fight these specific people. Let's, I don't know. Let's do the movie a favor and yeah. say that that's how this is working. Yeah. I I watched uh, uh-huh. I watched a half hour of this mm-hmm. uh, before the little lady walked in on it. And oh. there was a lot of questions she had where sure, I was like, yeah. oh, no, that's not something they established. Oh, that no, just no, that's, came up. That's something that I'm sure will yeah. get uh, explained later yeah. to, to, to the full extent was, that we want it to it be. It was a lot of like, you, you just have to watch this mm-hmm. and just assume that well, it's a movie. But what we learned from this scene is that everybody's got to fight great fighters. But what sucks is that Tommy, he's got to fight Dehan, who's got so what? No an eye patch. And a goatee, and he just has dudes break baseball bats over his shins. Oh. He just raises his leg and has them full swing Louisville sluggers at his, schwin- oh. his shins. Oh, no. And then they just crack in half. So He should be okay, though, right? Immediately, Tommy starts having fucking PTSD flashbacks. Oh, no. Turns out he was a little kid, and Dehan killed his brother. Not his brother, David. He, remember when he said we don't? he doesn't have brothers or sisters? That's because Dehan killed them all, oh, man. Oh, no. In, in a karate tournament, a previous karate tournament. Oh, he karate so hard, he kills people uh, in the fucking karate circle is what happens. Or uh, taekwondo. Pick your poison. Once again, we're interchangeably going back and forth to what we call what they're doing. The only way you could recover from that is probably another training yeah, montage. Yeah, you just do, do a training montage mm-hmm. and we're fine. Mm-hmm. And this is the big pinnacle training montage mm-hmm. of the whole movie because we've got an Eye of the Tiger sound-alike yeah. rip-off song. <laughs> Sounds exactly like fucking Eye of the Tiger, yeah. but it says best of the best the in its best fucking chorus, yeah. which is fucking just phenomenal. I was so stoked to hear this song. Yeah, this song gets Hell you yeah. pumped, man. Gets you um, way up. Once again, Chris Penn seems to suck at karate and just keeps trying to take cheap shots at his own teammates yeah, when they have head, their man. backs turned. He's a hothead. And like nobody's like, hey... Quit trying to take cheap shots at the back of your teammates' heads. We, we got to keep everybody healthy here. Yeah. We're part of a team. They're just like... What you're doing is wrong. Yeah. They're just like, all right, everything's coming together like we hoped. So this is the second point where I was yeah. like, definitely starting to think the coach is a complete idiot and doesn't yeah. know how to coach karate. Definitely think he's an idiot. Well, it is the ultimate team sport. Is Especially here, too, because uh, he starts lecturing Tommy for not, quote-unquote, finishing his teammate yeah. when they're having a sparring session. Right. He's, he's holding like, back. Quit pulling your punches. You got to finish him. And then I'm like, you're holding back. If you want him to finish people, you got to bring in finish him. sparring guys, just some tomato can jabronis in here that they can kick the shit out of. Yeah. You, you can't have them kicking the shit out of each other. I wouldn't. Like... 
This is this is stupid coaching is what, what you're doing in here. Some of the worst coaching. And the reason Tommy can't finish his sparring, who I think is like chin strap or something, is because he's having more flashbacks. No, he's fighting uh, Chris Penn. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Chris Penn. They're rolling around he's, together. He's, he's not finishing him. Chris Penn's taking cheap shots. So then he go, he's just like, I'm just going to go into a dark room and punch a heavy bag just and have flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Just crazy flashbacks to my brother dying. Mm. I'm just going to punch this fucking bag mm. until I'm just slumped over and crying. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, I've been there. Yep. I've been there a time or two That's a lot recently. That's how I go to sleep yeah. three nights out of the I week. I cannot get to sleep without punch crying myself oh, into exhaustion. man, you got to. And then I sleep like a baby. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, we've established a lot of shit. Maybe we'll move on. No more workout montage. Yeah, more training. Late night gym montage. Shots of people punching things and shots of people jumping rope. Yeah. This entire second act is 90% fucking montage. Yeah, here. Wade's making him do more hippie shit. Oh, she's talking about the- chakras and energy. All while she's like forcing them to do this. The Koreans are just badass meditating yeah. on their own under They're a full fucking waterfall. standing under a waterfall, which I bet was yeah. ice-cold fucking water, and they just, like, are pressing their hands together real hard in front of their chests. You can tell just, like, freaking out, like, this is sub-zero water. Yeah. We're getting hard. We're getting cool. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Yeah. Yeah. There's no need to chase them. They're stationary. They're right you can just there. stand under them like a badass, right. looking cool, shirtless. Yeah. Chris Penn is like Pitch listening to all this dumb frou frou yeah. shit they're learning. Is like he kind of like looks at the camera and rolls his eyes at one point. And I'm like, finally, I'm on the same page with Cowboy Guy. Let's get past this boring bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Get it over with, you know. But then after I was mad at the meditation scene, this montage mm-hmm. redeems itself by having a Rocky four scene where they're all uh, or Rocky three. I think uh, where they're all running together jogging on the on beach, beach. <laughs> yeah. jogging together on the yeah. beach while just a really emotional power ballad plays That's over true. the soundtrack. That's I'm true. just like oh, the sun setting. These guys are in shorts. They're jogging together on the beach. Maybe we're coming together as a team. Yeah, maybe. I hope there's no tragedy. <laughs> Matt, there is. Oh, God, no. Remember Eric Roberts' kid? Walter? Oh, yeah. I've got some bad news about Walter. Walter in a coma, I know. (laughs) This is serious. Literally got ran over by a car, we learn. Fucking Nurse Ratchet calls up on the phone and is like, Eric Roberts, remember your kid who you abandoned? He was literally ran over by a car and is in a coma. You never should have left him. What were you possibly thinking? Inexplicably, Eric Roberts is like, uh, coach, I got some bad news. Yeah. Uh, my son was ran over by a car. Yeah. I know what you're thinking. I'm going to have to quit the team. But no, I'm a terrible father. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm just going to pop out to the hospital, yeah. Say I did. make sure he's not dead, Legal and then purposes. come right back on the next flight, he tells him. Yeah. <laughs> on, on the next flight, I'll be right back. I'll miss a day of training, day and a half tops. Most. Don't worry about it. Uh, that's how dedicated I am to this U.S. karate team. My son, in a coma, ran over by a car. Don't worry about it. I'll be right back. Coach, who now... I established yeah. in my mind, 
Clearly the biggest moron on the planet. Clearly the only one who knows what's going on. You're not allowed to go see your son in a coma yeah. in the hospital, Eric Roberts. Yeah. Uh, he gives him the old, like, if you leave, you don't get to come back. You're literally off the team. If you walk out of this yeah. room right now, if I even hear you mention your son in a coma yeah. one more time as I'm... Having you run laps one time and then sitting back with my feet up somewhere while this random white lady teaches you yoga and meditation. You are off the U.S. karate team, and I've got a couple of cool USA flag leather jackets coming that you're going to want to have one. You're not going to get one. You only get to wear it if you're on the team. Pick it, man. It's either the fucking leather jacket or your coma, son. You fucking idiot. This is where we get Eric Roberts doing some real heavy lifting, some real acting here. And oh, he, just he shows up a, to that hospital bed. But before, when he hits when he hits James Earl Jones oh, with the, God. what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> to which I was agreeing. What the fuck is wrong with you, you psychopath? <laughs> His son was ran over by oh, a car. He's in a God. goddamn coma. Oh. You can't tell him he's not allowed to go to the hospital. Oh, he's right. He's right bedside in that next scene, though, like you said. Oh, God. He's he there. is out of control crying. Oh, God. He clearly thought these clips are getting sent to the Academy yes, screeners this is where by the happens. producers. Yeah. Whoever made Best of the Best, I didn't look at the, the company. Uh, Orion? Was there an Orion logo, or is that something maybe. I watched recently? I might not have been that I watched good. something with an Orion logo recently. Uh, either way, he's like... Here's my big chance to win an Oscar for my role in Best of the Best. Yeah. I am crying over my coma son at his fucking bedside, and I am shooting for the fences. Walter, it's Daddy. Yeah. Daddy's here. Daddy's here. Walter, it's Daddy. Uh, what is he's got? Uh, oh, Walter, don't leave me. <laughs> And literally, oh. this is another four-second scene, and then trick. we're past it. And I'm just like, this is the most phony, manufactured, out of nowhere, oh, God, we got two-thirds of the way through this script, oh. and we realized we haven't built any stakes into anything. Oh. <laughs> we have to have something dramatic happen so that somebody's got some sort of fucking conflict going forward. Uh, what should it be? I should have I should have <laughs> fucking timed it because it's like a 20 to 30 second montage of Walter in a mm-hmm. coma mm-hmm. while like Eric Roberts just sits there like, huh. Next scene, we're back to training, and Eric Roberts' door swings open. He's back. (laughs) Because this kid came out of the coma. Maybe. I'm not sure. He did. He starts talking at the end of that scene. Thank God. I I think Roberts left a few hours before he actually came out, though. He was like, I'm pretty sure this coma thing's almost over. Yeah, he gets a couple words out of Walter, and he's like, I'm good to go fight again. I didn't know it was possible to come out of a coma. I didn't know it was possible not to know that. Eric Roberts is the husband. Oh, unforgettable. So uh, he comes back crying again. He's like, Coach, this is all I got. He gives him the full fucking officer and a gentleman yeah. or whatever. You're worthless. You're less than nothing. What's keeping you here? You don't belong here. Why don't you just quit? Because I got no place else to go. <sighs> James Earl Jones is like, get out. I told you you're off the team. 
Fucking, you went to go see uh, your son. I told you you couldn't. Get out, you idiot. Oh, that's right. I got it. He, he gets a, I'm begging you. <laughs> this is the only thing I know I'm good at. Don't take that away from me. Please. Please. Yeah, he gives him the full Roger Rabbit. Oh, you got to. <laughs> oh, that doesn't God. work out. But meanwhile, in the background, fucking uh, chin straps holding some sort of like techno gizmo kick pad. Yeah, that, uh, they can test how hard they Tech hit. guy has, and they're having Tommy Lee kick it. And he's like, I want to see how many PSI's of pressure you can kick. Range. And uh, Tommy's like, oh, I kicked it kind of. I kicked it probably pretty <laughs> hard. Okay. Coach is like, quit pulling punches! <laughs> so, uh... He's like, I got to go full out, man. I got to get past these flashbacks I'm having. Yep. I got to, if I'm going to beat Dehan, I got to fully kick this thing. Mm-hmm. So he kicks it real hard, Matt. Chin strap goes flying. And once again, we get like a 10-second uh. dramatic scene here where it seems like people are worried that uh. chin strap might be seriously injured. <laughs> like, I think he is. I thought it was going to be applied. It seemed like he like knocked his head back or something when he hit the ground. But uh. But then, like, the tone switches immediately, and they're just like, no, it's kind of funny that he got knocked down. It's, it's all right. Uh, you kicked him good. You're good at karate. But Tommy's like, oh, that triggered something in my crazy head, man. I got I'm a fucking roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. I'm quitting the karate team. I'm out of here. Good news. Mm. We all have cool late 80s, early 90s motorcycles Hell parked yeah. outside. He puts on, like, a sort of, like, tan suede coat, I think. This looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Gets on his fucking late 80s his fucking motorcycle and is like, I gotta get the fuck out of here and do some yeah. pensive motorcycle riding in the uh, hills. But Eric Roberts is like, uh, I was hanging out in the bushes. Uh, what's up? Did Coach say I'm back on the team? Don't or uh, friends. What's going on? You're my friend. So uh, this is when he tells him, Dehan, kill my brother. Yeah. I quit the karate team. Alex, I'm afraid. Oh, he's scared. Yeah, he's fucking. I'm afraid. All right. You want to hear me say it? You want to break me down? All right, I'm afraid. For the first time in my life, I'm afraid. Oh, this is the corniest goddamn movie I've sat through in a really long time. Yeah. This is getting cornier by the fucking minute. Uh, fucking Grady, Eric Roberts gives him that whole speech. Uh, I just packed it in when my wife died. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. You're an asshole if you leave. Oh, jeez. A lot of karate. Karate uh, and emotions. He also... Oh, not so much karate. Mostly emotions. He also tells... He tells Tommy in this scene that mm-hmm. Tommy needs to kill <laughs> Dehan I agree. Or a brother for a brother. Yeah, he's like, you need to go overseas and kill that man. You're never going to uh, deal with your insane PTSD and wildly uh, swinging emotional state. Until you kill a man. You have That's to. what's going to put you at peace. Uh, next scene, Catherine Wade's going through fucking James Earl Jones' yeah. files, and she gets caught by old tech nerd. Yeah, Doc. Like, you shouldn't be doing that. Coach doesn't like you when you go through his files. It's not yours to take. She's like, what is it? What don't I know about Tommy? There's two pages missing from his file. What's on the two pages? He's like, what's missing off those two pages? I love the idea. Is this video. This video was those two pages. The idea that the fucking karate coaches are keeping files on the people on their karate teams in his karate coach office. This this fucking movie has no idea what a coach is. 
at all. I <laughs> Not a fucking clue. Chuck Liddell says this movie's <laughs> one of his favorites, so the way I can tell, this okay. is how fight okay. camps yeah. work, okay? Cut to uh, Tommy Lee on his motorcycle while another corny yep. emo ballad yep. is playing over the soundtrack. He's sad, he's motorcycling, we're sad, I wrote, this movie is so boring. <laughs> After the uh, pretty little motorcycle ride, mm-hmm. Wade immediately starts jumping James Earl oh, Jones' yeah. how, shit. How could you send him into the ring against Dehan? But you fucking know for a fact that they killed his brother, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and Jones to kick his ass. Yeah. <laughs> and James Earl Which, Jones. Rightly so, because the man's a psychopath. Yeah. James Earl Jones is like, girl, I was the coach then. I'm the coach now. Yeah. Like, I carry that man's death in my heart every day. I need closure. And how I'm going to get closure is by having Tommy Lee go kill Dehan. Yeah. Because I watched his brother die, and that's my biggest failure. He's crying. Yeah. She's crying. This is like the fourth scene in a row now where everyone is just crying. Yeah. Eyes out. Tommy Lee Jones. Fucking, it's got the Tommy tone Lee of a Jones. Lifetime movie is what uh, we veered into here. James Earl Jones is all like, I didn't take this shit seriously enough the first time. Mm-hmm. I took a bunch of right. party animal Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles over there. Yes. I need elite killers. Okay. Yeah. That's what I need. So they're like, this is my fault. Good. Good. We, we, we're on the same page now. Yeah. Let's, I guess, continue to not address the fact that we threw one guy off the team. Uh, another guy has quit. There are no alternates. We have no alternates training with us. We have a three-man karate team, and we're just acting like it's not a problem. Yeah. We got to go fight five Korean dudes yeah. in a karate-slash-taekwondo tournament that takes place in China. Yeah. These were all points my wife yeah. brought up immediately. Uh-huh. Sure. She was just like, well, what was the plan? Because she was trying to make sense of things, yeah. I guess. And I, and I told her, matter of factly, <laughs> well, it's a movie. You just have to assume they had contingency right. plans in right. place. Uh-huh. At this point, I paused the movie to see uh, what we were looking at. Yeah. And I was an hour in with 36 minutes left. And yeah. I was like, this third act better get pretty goddamn amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The, the team's like... Hey, there's only three of us, mm-hmm. and there needs to be five of us. Yeah. We'd really like the it's other two guys back. It's an issue. And James Earl Jones is like, son of a bitch. We might have ourselves the rumblings <laughs> of a team here. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, are we saying we got ourselves a team here? Yeah, we got ourselves yeah. a team here. They make their case to James Earl Jones, and he's moved. He is moved. Yeah. And I'm like, it doesn't matter if you move him to let him on the team or not. There's no alternates. You got to let him yeah. on the team. So Eric Roberts just shows up and is immediately mm. allowed back. That's right. And then uh, Tommy cool Lee jacket. watches a, uh, a, a kid drop an ice cream cone. And- <laughs> And he decides, like, that's it. I got to rejoin the team. He's still on his motorcycle at this point. It's just been, I think, like days of him just driving around in circles in the hills. Wearing those cool Cobra Ray-Ban aviators. A younger brother drops his ice cream cone. His older brother gives him his own cone out of the goodness of his heart. And Tommy Lee's like, brotherly love, man. That's what it's all about. I have to go kill a man over in Korea. And again, Maria tried to laugh at this scene. And I was like, this is not funny. (laughs) No. When I die, no, hell no. When I die, this is how Dave's gonna react better, every time he sees a little kid drop an ice cream. He better cone. eat an ice cream cone in my funeral. Yeah. Also, there's a weird scene here where John P. Ryan and Coach are arguing, uh-huh. but we just get the tail end of their argument, not what they were arguing about. And Coach is like, "Well, if 
you're not going to fire me, then let me do things my way. Yeah. John P. Ryan's like, oh, I guess I'm not going to fire you. And I'm like, I would have liked to have heard the rest of that conversation they were arguing about. Because, yeah. A, all we're yeah. getting is the very end where they've established, okay, the conflict's not a conflict. Everything's yeah. fine. But, B, what were John P. Ryan's points? Was it just like, remember when you wouldn't let that guy go see his uh, fucking coma kid? Maybe you should Remember how you've had them do, like, no actual sparring during any of their karate training? Remember how uh, you freaked Tommy out to the point where he got PTSD and quit the team because you're trying to make him fight the guy who killed his brother for no reason? teaching them all the importance of being a team in the ultimate team sport I would have liked to have heard all these points, and I would have liked to have heard a lot more John P. Ryan in this movie because he doesn't get nearly enough to do. He pops in like three times, and other than that big Kramer entrance where he's got the huge smile on his face. I was so excited when we first saw him. We get very little of that like big charisma we've seen him bring to his other two roles, so kind of a missed opportunity just there barely in this mm-hmm. yeah but i was i was very happy to see that oh they're arguing has somebody realized that james earl jones literally has no background in karate because yeah. it's about time somebody uncovered that well we get robbed we don't get much of our no. boy john no. p ryan but good news mm-hmm. we get a big celebrity cameo here oh do we it's tourney time baby who's Fuck hosting him. We got a celebrity fucking commentator, Mr. Ahmad Rashad. Cue up the John Tesh music. <laughs> I didn't know that bowling was so easy, man. Damn. Looking buff on inside stuff. NBA inside stuff. You gotta love it. I love this game. It is showtime. John Tesh wrote that song, uh-huh. by the way. Also, uh, an important thing to I think before we jump into the when they're at the airport handing each other their like uh, leather jackets and everybody's back on the yeah. team. Uh, Chris Penn does reluctantly shake Tommy's hand, even though he's severely racist against right. Asians. So you're like. Oh, shit, now it's on. He's mm-hmm. fucking shaking the hand of an Asian. Team yeah. USA is about to go kick some ass. Hell yeah. But yeah, I was so stoked to hear Ahmad Rashad. Uh, at this point, I was like, oh, God, it says Taekwondo on all the signs. They keep saying karate. I'm so confused. But then uh-huh. he explains to us. He's like, we're doing a full contact tournament that's Hell yeah. part karate, part Taekwondo, part Judo. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Finally, they're making some sense of all the gibberish they've been saying. We got like a proto MMA thing going on here. And I'm Hell like, yeah. I think this is where those Furtada brothers or whatever probably came up with the idea of the UFC, mm, watching best bro. of the best. And they're like, you know what would be a cool thing to do in real life? We should best of the best it, but we'll make like millions of dollars. Do we have any rules? Mm, no, Not at I, first. No eye gouges, no fish hooks. We'll see if Everything anybody has anything cool. to say about it. I'd say no rules at first. At first? Just test the eh. waters. Eh. Uh, People will have to yeah. be enough. On enough steroids. So, to yeah. Want to do I was that. Like, also, I started asking questions like, uh, as he was, Madrashad was running down the tournament, I was like, why are there only two teams in this supposed yeah. tournament? Yeah. How is it even a tournament at all if it's just two teams also have that. fighting each other? I <laughs> really keep calling it a tournament. Are, could no other countries be bothered to put together karate teams? I like uh, Rashad uh-huh. <laughs> uh, going over how important, like, the sport of karate is sure. to the Asians. Yeah. He's like, you need to understand, like, karate is to these people yeah. like what people baseball is to America. These Korean people, they invented karate. They love this shit. 
they call it Taekwondo or something. I don't know, but fucking, fucking, these little slant eyes are nuts for karate. They I'll tell it. you what. Love that shit. Uh, <laughs> I fucking laughed my ass off when we get into the fucking arena and we see <laughs> Eric Roberts' little kids in there with a tiny crutch yep. and a tiny American yeah. flag. Just like, I'm ready to cheer for daddy. That's right. <laughs> oh, I hope I don't die before the movie's <laughs> over. Let me lean on my tiny little uh, crutch. Shiny Tim, poor little guy. <laughs> we, get our, uh, we get our first fight. Uh-huh. We got a... Uh, but it's uh, something Kim versus Sonny Grasso. Also, before we get to the first fight, oh, yeah. um, uh, we also establish that this uh, Korean Taekwondo tournament is being broadcast live in the United States. Yeah. And we randomly keep getting shots of some bar where people are watching it. Which is just a lie. And they're not like people we've established, like the friends and family right. of anyone on the team. It's not yeah. a bar we've seen at no. any point in the movie. They just, just keep random randomly American showing bar. like five white people at a bar watching this yeah. for no reason. Super weird. But yeah, greasy like, hair versus mustache. That's fight one. Let's be honest. This fight, if it was broadcasted, probably would have been at two ES- in the morning. ESPN Trace. It would have been ESPN <laughs> Trace. And it would have been like you and me at the bar being like, Hey, Kira, oh, yeah. Kira, turn that one on for the karate fight. Yeah, I could see us getting super into that if there was a karate fight yeah. on in the fucking middle of the night. That's fair. Yeah. Sonny Grasso, fucking Mean Streets of Detroit, did not prepare him for mustache, though, because he no. just gets his fucking ass kicked. Yeah, he gets beat pretty handily. A jumping, spinning back kick, Ahmad Rashad calls. Ooh. Ahmad Rashad he knows all the moves. calling the names of moves here. Another one of the funniest Jumping, spinning back. He yeah. kicked him in the head. <laughs> After we get the end of fight one, the score is Korea 11, U.S. 7. Ooh, so I guess close. that just means like whatever points they get keeps going forward. And then yeah. it's like a team effort here. It's the ultimate team we've, sport. We've made karate into a team sport officially. Yeah. It's, we've worked it out. Here we go. Fight two. Chin strap, who's newly shaved his chin yeah. strap to show people that he means business, I think. Versus some other clean cut guy who just kind of looks like the Asian version of him. Yeah, I never caught that guy's name. He also gets the living shit kicked he out sure of him does. by the Korean guy. Yeah. He gets like an elbow to the spine and he's down like, bah! Coach is like, stay focused. Stay he's, down, he's you saying bitch. coach stuff. He's I mean, stay focused. Coach and stuff, but nope, just gets his ass kicked. Yep. Score after this fight, Korea 20. U.S. 9. They're running away with it. Not now. looking Korea's good. Korea's running away with it now. Not looking good, especially because we're going into fight three. Yeah, Virgil did a real bad it's job. It's Chris Penn, who we've established throughout this entire movie, not good at karate. <laughs> Probably is. not going to do very good She's in this fight. He is against Sun some guy, Moon. Some guy Moon. Sun Sun Moon. Yeah. Now, this is the co- first cool fight we get. It's not just a throwaway. Matushad's like, both of these guys are bloody. It's a real war. We don't see how they got bloody. We just cut to them being bloody already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Penn does like a sweet spin and back fist, which connects real good. Yeah. Then the guy like kicks out his knee and leg sweeps him and then like kicks him directly in the face when he's down on one knee. Yeah. It looked brutal. And also I should say like all the fights here and in the bar scene earlier. They're fully in the shit out of this movie in the in the sound effects department. Oh like, yeah! Every time something fucking hits, it <laughs> sounds like a fucking cartoon you're you're yeah. watching. Anytime somebody gets punched or kicked, that's uh, that's fucking awesome. Chris Penn, after getting knocked down, gets mm. up and kind of gives the Asian dude a shove. He's yeah, getting he's pissed. pissed. Fucking uh, pissed. The fans he calls hate him it. Kimchi. Yeah. Hey, hey, Kimchi. That's pretty cool. That's a n- yeah. To- totally cool thing to Channel say. Channel your racism and yeah. use it to win this fight. That's yeah. what you need to do, Chris Penn. Yeah, the NFL uh, had to make using racial slurs 
a uh, an and a, a, a finable offense where you get ejected. Oh, thank God, Major because League of guys like this. Hasn't done that yet. Because of guys yeah, like this sure. guy. We, le- we 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 learned that it's all tied up between these two going into round three, yeah. and this is when a USA chant starts up, like uh, on the sidelines. Was it? I, was it just? I think, I think, I think Eric Roberts' little kid yeah. starts it, but then like he's the only American there, so it's just them and the team yeah. chanting USA. Yeah, sugar foot chicken. Not- not quite, not quite the end of Rocky Four when the uh, Russians start uh, cheering for Rocky, He's but trying, it is what it is. He's trying. Uh, oh no! <laughs> and then we learn record scratch. Uh, this shit's tied up. They're not going to fight again. No, it's if there's a tie, tie you got to break bricks as a tiebreaker. It's Ooh, like the shootout in hockey. <laughs> man, good thing we showed brick breaking yeah, right, earlier. Right. It makes total sense. Total sense a tie would be broken by breaking bricks. Chris Penn is up first. He breaks all the bricks except for three. Yeah, it's like five bricks or something. He gets like... Oh, it's way more than that. He gets a lot of bricks. It's way more. There's only three left. And then uh, the other dude, the Asian guy, oh. he's using the uh, the ridge strike. The unorthodox technique yeah. called the ridge strike. Ridge strike. Ahmad Rashad lets us know. It's essentially an overhand punch but you come down in a karate chop yeah. where you lead yeah. with the index I like, finger i like to call it a karate chop yeah. where i come from we call it a karate chop it's an upside down karate upside chop, down karate chop yeah and uh this dude breaks all the bricks except for two yeah it's like six bricks or something it's, yeah. it's more bricks it's one more it's than one pen. More brick pen one loses. more than pen, yeah. who's chanting usa now you got yeah. egg on your face americans uh the ref counts up the bricks mm-hmm. which uh makes Chris, uh, Chris Penn really real mad. Sad. Yeah, he's like, oh, "Why are you counting? Why are you counting for? <laughs> Quit counting those fucking bricks, Larry! <laughs> <laughs> Don't you break those bricks in my den!" Uh, Fight boy. four. Things are not looking good for the United States of America. It's not looking like they're gonna beat the Koreans at their own game. We got Eric Roberts versus Sejin Kwan. Oh, he's the who star is of the number movie. one in his division. This has got to be the last fight, right? Mm. No. Star of the movie, no, Eric Roberts. Tommy Lee and his brother are, are going to steal the movie away. We'll see how this works. But, but uh, this is the time. No, this can't be. Yeah, here's where I uh, wrote. Uh, we keep seeing these people in the dive bar. Who are they? We've yeah. never seen this bar. We've never seen these people. This has not been established. Before yeah. the fight, coach tells him, watch the shoulder. Got a feeling that gimpy shoulder oh, might no. come in play. I don't think it will. No, Eric Roberts doesn't either because he comes in on costume and tells dick. the guy, I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah. Says it like a real bad guy, Nate. Weird, yeah. He's just been like the sad dad the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> now he's just suddenly like coming in like a bad guy. Just antagonizing. <laughs> fucking weird. They're Chris, trading points back and forth, though. Chris Penn was playing up the crowd for uh-huh. booze in right. his fight. Uh-huh. This guy's talking about like <laughs> sending his opponent home in a body bag. Like, well, you know. Who are the good guys you're here, You're getting Nate? booed. You switch it up. You, you milk that. You play heel. That's how you make money in the fight game. Also, the Americans are wearing the black geese. <laughs> That's Just true. Soon. Good guys wear black. Mm. Fucking Chicago White Sox South Side. Hey, how about it? Uh, Rashad uses the phrase aerial back knuckle at one oh, point, yeah. which made me crack the fuck up. Just a hell of a move, <laughs> the aerial back knuckle. Uh, round two ends after some back and forth. Them wrestling on the ground like little children. Yeah. Everybody runs in to break it up. Yeah. Dayhan's talking mad shit to Tommy. Like, probably saying like, hey, I, weren't you the guy whose brother I killed probably? Unless they edited that first round wrong uh-huh. eric roberts smoked the shit out of that yeah. dude in the first uh-huh. round and the 
Asian dude had like a tiny little like it's comeback at the end of the first so round. So weird how. And, but the, they're like, he's this is close. The only thing that happens in this movie is training for these fights and then these fights. And we don't get the whole fights. We yeah. just get chopped the fuck up real quick edited versions of the highlights yeah. of these fights. The whole movie's been building to these fights. It should be what we're seeing now. Yeah. The entire fucking fights. Right. What is this movie? Uh, Eric Roberts comes in the final round and tells the guy, I'm going to take your head off. <laughs> just another yeah. just cool, good guy thing to say. take your head off. Yeah. yeah. Super mad about this yeah. at this guy who uh, we've never met before. Cream he knows crop. nothing about. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I just started ranting in my notes here. Uh, what a stupid idea for a movie. We don't know the quote-unquote bad guys. There's no personal history between any of these fights other than the last one. Yeah. There's no stakes. There needed to be other countries in this thing. We needed to watch the Koreans like cheap shot people and yeah. be like underhanded so that they would eventually become the bad guys over the like course American, of an entire tournament. As opposed to the American dickheads. Then the American underdogs could, uh, you know, somehow best them in the finals of the tournament after yeah. they were plucky and fighting, yeah. you know, other Asian countries who were very... None of this happens. Might find a need None for them None of that is what this movie is about. To make threats. Yeah. You know? None of this fucking thing happens. No, no. Uh, Americans are just being, being dicks. Uh, story was not built. It makes no sense. Axe kick to Eric Roberts' gimpy shoulder. Oh. Serious fucking flying axe he's kick. A, he's a tough guy. He's probably going to no-sell that, right? Roberts is down. He's hurt. Fuck, dude. This might be it for his... Not just yeah. this match. This entire career, Matt. I think his entire career might be ending here. I don't know if you noticed this, and I did because I worked okay. in, the, in the medical field for right. years oh, yeah. as a you medical have professional. A, probably an eye for things like this, then, uh, I imagine. If you noticed here, Eric Roberts takes that... Axe kick to the, sh- the sur- surgically repaired mm-hmm. shoulder. That's right. It hurts so bad he can't even walk. By God! He can't even walk. By God, just carry him off the... Yeah. <laughs> Here, we're, we're getting some some rules now. We learned that there's a four-minute injury break or whatever. Yeah. Like, if you can get your shit back together in four minutes, you can keep karate in. But if you can't, like, yep. that's it. You lose all the points. All of it. And you've established in round one, Eric Roberts racked up a lot of, a lot of points, points trying yeah. to close this gap for the U.S. of A. So yeah. if he doesn't somehow figure out a way to fix his shoulder and then be able to walk, this, this is going to be it. The medics are like... Tommy Lee's... He's not going to have be able to do anything without those points, right. man. The medics are like, Eric Roberts, you're done. And he's like, you need to pop the mm-hmm. shoulder in. Cut me, Mick. You got to cut me. He's like, just pop the shoulder in. Do, like, it, Don! do, do it. it, Don! Do it, Don! Pop it! He's like, pop it! I can't do it. This is more crying. This is like the 18th scene in a row where Eric Roberts is right. just crying. <laughs> Tommy Lee's like, I need to fight. I'm going to pop his fucking mm-hmm. shoulder in. He fucking He's does it. screaming like a wounded animal when they pop his shoulder back in. Tape it up! It's fucking awesome. Uh, fucking Tape it. Ah, that was my favorite yeah. line. We're clocking down. We're getting to uh, the end of the four minutes. Catherine Wade is in his, his ear doing her like uh, fucking Far East shit. Yeah. Like block out uh, the pain. You can't feel You pain. need to block out yeah. the pain by using all that meditation yeah. shit I taught you, which is super useful. But yeah, they literally tape up his arm to his body. Yeah. He has one arm. Yeah. I thought they were going to tape his shoulder. Nope. No. Just, tape his arm to his side. He's and they're a, like, 
fight without an arm now. One-armed man in a karate contest. But he gets yeah. up. He's fucking... There's 30 seconds left in this fight. Yeah. He's got to last with only one arm. So we've built up... He's just got to last at We've this built point, up like our big said. thing. Yeah, like if... He, we're going to show he's got real guts. He's going to stand out there, probably take a few more kicks to the arm, but like refuse to go down. Yeah. Show his true grit and give Tommy Lee a chance to maybe to, be able to yeah. come back and clinch this thing. Hopefully. Oh, no, he just does a heroic jump kick and kicks the other Korean guy straight off the fucking karate platform. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, straight hell yeah, out. I'm a total badass. Eric fucking Roberts. <laughs> My son's Walter. My son is Walter. Yeah. Yeah, they just, they, they cut past the Rocky 1, like, uh, yeah. moral victory ending and just went straight to a Rocky 2 ending. That's right. Matt, it's Koreans 29, U.S. 22. Going into this final it's fight. getting closer. Somehow, even though the Koreans have completely dominated it all, except for one small round, we've got it to within seven now. Yeah. Well, they only got nine points in that last so, fight. I, I wrote down the uh, rules and the point system of this tournament makes less sense than Quidditch. Wow. Yeah. And that's that's, that's fucking strong words, man. We hate Quidditch. We hate. We it. talked about it a couple episodes we can't ago. Can't stand the Quidditch. We fucking can't stand it's Quidditch. the worst part of the Harry Potter's. Fight five. Tommy Lee versus Dehan, the man who killed his brother. Eye patch, yeah. Eye patch and goatee is looking fucking cool. Tommy He's, Lee has no chance. Uh, the fight starts, and my first note is mm-hmm. eye patch is legit. Yeah. He's just beating the fuck. He doesn't even put his hands up at the beginning. He's yeah. just like, fuck, what are you going to do? Fucking nothing. Then he just fucking punches Tommy right in the head. Right. Just right in his fucking just head. Right in the beans, square. It's great. Uh, fucking one point, uh, Tommy scores his first kick, and uh, Coach James Earl Jones gives like a real comical. Oh! Yeah. It's like he's just shaking his big jowls like a cartoon basset hound. Well, he I knew. loved it. I he fucking knew. loved it. He knew Tommy was fighting, he's fucking into it. First. Yeah, he's and like, now, ooh, he's like, Tommy's oh, no, got a chance now. Fucking coming back. And then he hits him with three unanswered points. Hell yeah. yeah! Hell yeah! This is when Chris Penn yells, "Yeah, drop him like a toilet seat, Tommy." That's what he said. I said, yeah. That's not a saying, Chris no. Penn. Drop him like a toilet seat? I'm glad you caught not it. Not a saying. Well, I had those fucking uh, I was like, closed captions yeah. on. I was like, what was that about a toilet seat? And I was like, I'm done backing this movie up. I'm going to let you it know ride. that classic shit talk that people throw around? Drop oh, him like yeah. a toilet seat. Yeah. Back on the, say the jail days of Little League. Time, yeah. <laughs> In the fucking yeah, jail. Yeah. People t- saying that. The thing. Does toilet seats go up and down in the jail? That seems like something somebody could rip off in a. No, yeah, I wouldn't imagine. A, it's so. just a I wouldn't metal imagine opening so. yeah. you sit on. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, I got bad news. What's up? Right when it's seeming like Tommy might come back and yeah. win the fight, he gets kicked really hard in his dick and balls, Matt. Matt in the bing bong. <laughs> right, right in the oh, twig and berries. Boy. It's not good. Ref is like, Dehan, you get a warning. Yellow card over here. Tommy, the damage has been done, man. He, like... Damage has been done. Warning, schmorning. He's grimacing. He kicks Tommy in the dick and then is full on, like, laughing about it. Like, ah, I kicked your dick, <laughs> oh, yeah. motherfucker. Damn, and then fucking the, cool. The refs are like, oh, I guess we'll mm-hmm. say, we'll, we'll count it mm-hmm. a point against you only once, like, James Earl Jones makes a stink about it. Oh, yeah. You got to get out there and do some coaching. These refs are Thanks crooked and or blind. Well, we're in Korea. They're Korean refs. It's an all-Korean audience other than uh, Eric Roberts' mother and son. Yeah, I've got... Nobody else had family or friends, like, by the way. We've never had problems with Koreans in the past. I understand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
It's it's not quite uh, the Russians in, in Rocky Four once again. Yeah, they're the worst. Going into round three, uh, we learn that uh, Tommy Lee has got to get six unanswered points yeah. or we lose this. Or a knockout. Six or points a knockout. or a knockout. And this is when, like, the electronic drum score comes in and we're Ooh. like, best of the best is getting serious yeah. as a fucking movie. I wrote down sweet music. Yeah, sweet fucking music yeah. here. What's going to happen? dehan has got a strategy. He's sticking to it. He kicks him in the dick again. <laughs> yeah, that's a good plan. That ref didn't seem too concerned no. that first time. No. And he, he proves that if, if pushed, he's not going to do anything about it because yeah. they don't warn him again and he doesn't get docked any points. Yeah. Tommy's just got to finish this thing with a fucking pureed ball sack. Yeah. What's happening? And he comes back, though. He's He's got a sack full of pudding at this point. But he does it. Yeah. He musters it up. That's right. He figures out, I'm just going to do some spin kicks, man. Yeah. I'll try spinning. That's a good trick. Yeah. So he just keeps spinning. Dehan's on his knee. Fucking spin kicks him to the head again. Fucking brutal. Puts him down. He can barely get up. Eye patch falls off. Eye patch falls off. That's how hard he kicked him. He gets up, but he's out on his feet. Yeah. He's doing like the thing they do in Mortal Kombat after yeah. you're like you've got your finisher on deck and you can finish Finisher. him or not. He's just wobbling around. Yeah. Tommy's fucking PTSD in out all the way. Just brothers dead. Yeah. Dehan's near death in front of me because I spin kicked his head so many times. He opens his, his fucking feet intense shit back up the way he did when he kicked what? that kick meter no, for the full Matt. brunt. No, that thing almost took chin strap out of the game. That's what. Alex Grady, played by Eric Roberts, realizes uh-huh. he's like, he's going to kill him. No. He can't kill him. Everybody's telling him, yeah. no. Tommy, no. Tommy, no. Coach, he's going to kill him. Tommy, no. Stan, Stan, no, Stan. <laughs> Roberts might be going overboard more so in this no thing than he was at his dead child's hospital bed like he's really going overboard but not as much as brother sweet brother (laughs) he's channeling stan sweet right here yeah uh so what happens dehan's defenseless tommy has to make a fucking choice and he's like am i gonna knock him out and win or am i gonna stand here like a putz and do nothing and let the time run out and lose the gold medal for the United States and disgrace my country. All while Eric Roberts, the guy earlier in the movie mm-hmm. that told him you have to kill yes. that guy. You're going to kill the guy who killed your brother, and then we're going to go out for ice cream. And then he's it's all... It's going to be great. Your life's going to be perfect. He's currently now standing on the sideline being Tommy, like, what no. are you, nuts? You can't kill him. Tommy, no. Tommy, no. But no, he's not going to kill him. He lets the fight end... Because we're Americans. We're not yeah. murderers like those filthy Koreans. <laughs> you know, if the shoe was on the other foot, the Koreans would have killed Tommy Lee. Fuck yeah. They wouldn't have thought second Fuck about yeah. it. They're fucking animals yeah. over there. Yeah, and then I wrote down, hey, uh, he could have just knocked the guy out. Right. Finger poke. Lighter. Finger yeah. poke. Push like, him down. He could have just shoved him over and then won. But, oh, well. Go. He lets them lose. I guess, you know, who knows? Ahmad Rashad might have had a rule about that that we didn't know about, Matt. He would have told us. Korea, 33. U.S., 32. What a debacle. Big American losers. Coach tells Tommy Lee, though, you won that match. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever. But he didn't, though. Actually, like, if you look at the score, it was 33-32. He didn't win. He lost. Yeah, he lost that. We got the big medal ceremony now. Uh-huh. The Koreans are getting their gold medals, which they earned. Yeah. 
They earned by winning with 33 points. They won it all. I mean, Roberts promised his son he would bring him home a gold medal. He's a fucking fucking liar. He's standing there, a coward and a liar, in front of his son. You know, this would be the perfect time because you could go up and talk to him. We we could see what he's like. Go. You could go say hi to him, too. Yeah, but he's your neighbor. Well, no, he's your neighbor as well. No, but I'm over. You're, you share a property line with him. He's yeah, your, like, we're all on the same block, so, I mean, you could go, too. So. No, it's, oh, we're all in the same town, too, but you're right next to him. If he was ever going to borrow anything, he'd come over to your place. Well, he's, he's busy now. He's no, he's, he's not busy. Now, look, he's going into, go now, because if, I mean, he's going back in. If you were, if you were going to say hi, you should probably, there, he's going into the, you're, you're going to lose him, because he's, he's going to go in. Well, there, now you've blown it, haven't you? No, I didn't blow it. He, went, he went into his house. Chicken? I'm not chicken because he went into his house. And... Well, he went into his... You know, you look like a chicken in front of your son and everything. In front of his son. Bit of a cuck. Wait a second, though. What up? Eye patch comes limping yeah. across the fucking mat to Tommy Lee mm-hmm. out of nowhere. What's happening? What's happening? Oh, man. Uh, he Real over. life brother actors, after putting on a clinic in the ring, have a face-to-face here, Matt. And this is when Eyepatch turns to Tommy Lee and he says, To save a life and defeat is to earn victory and honor. I deeper regret the loss of your brother and offer myself as your brother. I need a minute. I'm fucking crying just yeah. hearing you recap it again. Yeah. It's those words, man. Yeah. Those words hit fucking deep. It's, it's, if you've ever been a strong, bro. Man. Yeah. Hell yeah. And like Hell yeah. had another bro. Hell yeah. Fucking that sort of shit. You ever man. seen a bro lose his ice cream and another bro be there with an ice cream? Like bro? Eye patch. You could tell he yeah. usually loves killing people, but he's Fuck like, yeah. "I regret killing your brother." Cool. Se- I se- I'm, I'm thinking about it right now. Wish I hadn't done that. He takes the fucking medal from around his own neck, puts it around Tommy Lee's neck, gives him his gold medal. Everyone's crying. It's, Everyone's hugging. It's the Rocky Four. If I can change, you can change. I this wrote it. it right here. Yeah. If I could change, you yeah. could change. Except we were never in a Cold War with Korea, so this doesn't really mean anything. We've always been were. really cool with South Korea, but uh, but yeah. either way, we've won over the Koreans. This is it. This is the emotional uh, climax. Yeah. Like all the over. Koreans start giving all the fucking Americans their gold over. medals. Oh wait, what? Oh. Fucking Chris Penn gives his opponent his cowboy hat, Matt. What? That's racism has been cured by best wow. of the best. Wow. White man, brown man, hanging out together. It's Catherine Wade was even given some nice flowers yeah. that she's holding. That was a nice gesture, I thought. Movie's over. There's nothing else to yeah, say, movie's right? Movie's fucking over. Fucking, oh uh, no! Oh, oh wait. wait! Oh oh oh! They go out of their way to make one more speech where the Korean guy's like, "Hey, Eric Roberts." Mm-hmm. I've had a gay crush on you this entire film. Hey, I Asian also man, want you to have a medal. I know the most about you as I ever want to know. I was like, what does that that's mean? That's kind of an insult. What, I, wait, I think that was a backhanded uh, insult after that guy said something nice to you. Is he being a dick? Well, credits. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Another uh, inspirational oh, power ballad, chance. though, playing over the well, credits. Well, yeah, so. we got that, though. So hell so fucking good. yeah. yeah. fucking... Right. End of the 80s. Clean ending. You thought we were only going to have two inspirational yeah. power ballads in a movie? Hell no. Yeah. Make it three. Push it to the limit. Yeah, you know. Matt, let's take a break. Let's uh, listen to some coming attractions. When we come back, the best of the best is going to fucking ace. Ace. It's a visit to what we call Judgment Day. High marks, baby. Yeah. 
Finally, a major martial arts movie starring the greatest kickboxers in the world. For 2,000 years, Taekwondo has evolved as the deadliest art of the Orient. Here, an American kickboxing champion is murdered. Now, his brother has set out to find that killer. I advise you in the strongest of terms. Leave Manila today. But to find the killer, he must first battle the world's most lethal warriors. World Karate Champion Billy Blanks. Junior Light Heavyweight World Champ Rob Common. Aguilar, Southeast Asia Kickboxing Champion. And starring Don the Dragon Wilson, highest rated champion in kickboxing history. You have four matches in four days. Lose one and you are out. Now he must prepare to enter the ultimate competition. To win the battle of hand-to-hand -hand full contact karate. Don Wilson is quite frankly a one-man army. American Karate Magazine. Don Wilson is by far the most exciting fighter on the scene today, inside Kung Fu. Don Wilson is the greatest kickboxer of all time, Black Belt Magazine. Blood Fist, where every means to fight, every deadly opponent, clash. And only one will triumph. Blood Fist. A gathering of the most awesome human weapons. The odds are on their side. Experience is on their side. But now he's got someone on his side. Fighting always last answer. Someone who knows what it takes. Always and is willing to share it. You're the best friend I ever had. You're pretty okay, too. The Karate Kid. Now playing at a theater near you. Check your local listings. No final scene between father and son after all that father and son shit we had to sit through. <clears throat> Doesn't pick him up, wave that little American flag, nothing. That's why... Doesn't even care that his son's there. We had a lot of Dead pushback. Dead. We had a lot of pushback. We had a lot of questions, mm -hmm. but I think that right there sums up why we couldn't pick this film for our Father's Father Day Fest in yep. June, you know? I was trying to get you to do it, but you held strong. Yeah. You wouldn't agree to it. I said, it. Nate, he's yeah. just not a very good father. In retrospect, I had memories of just being like, I remember... He's the best dad. You take it back, Matt. Watching this as a kid and being like, oh, it's just like me and my dad. <laughs> now looking back on it, it's... He's the, he's the best dad, man. You take it back. It turns out, it turns out a lot about my childhood's not aging well. Right you kept now. Eric Roberts crying when you were trying to convince me to. It was really weird. Hadn't had my nightly punch cry session yeah. yet. Yeah, you got to get to bottled the, up. Got to get to the body bag. All right, we've been talking about best of the best too long, so let's get into Judgment Day here. It's right. where we go out to the internet and we see what you, the people, had to say about the film. I got two. One Ninja Star reviews of the movie. It. People that hate the movie. There's a lot it. of those. There's a lot to wade through. I've got two five Ninja Star reviews of this movie. People who loved it. They got to be out there. Quite a, quite a few of those, too. Yeah, they got to be two. out there. Uh, we'll read them. We'll absorb them. We'll see what we think. And then mm. we'll give our final real ratings and reviews here. This first one Ninja mm -hmm. Star review is from a Rotten Tomatoes user, oh. Philippe J. They're very level-headed people mm. over there. As a kid, I thought this movie was something good. Okay. Now it seems really awful. Oh. And more of a guilty pleasure. 
Is this just your unit? Eric Roberts sports a hybrid of a mullet and bad haircut. No, wrong. Zero backstory with his character and how he got into karate. The token Asian dude is there because the quote-unquote villain of the movie is Asian too. So they want an actor to sell the karate to the audience during typical fight montage in the final fight. This is all true. (laughs) The final half of the movie takes place in some sort of arena, but there are no people there. Look in the back of the shots. Nobody is there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This movie is really bad. It has nothing but musical montages. That's also true. The only thing I can take away from this movie is the part in the bar where the Asian guy kicks the cigarette out of some guy's mouth. Yeah. One ninja star. Oh. Rotten Tomatoes user, Philippe J. If he agrees with the cigarette, he should have given it at least one and a half. I agree. It at least one and a half. Fucking bullshit here. My next one Ninja Star review gets straight to the point. It's from a letterbox user named Dash KK. Just a dash and then KK. Okay. He says, Okay. Racist Chris Penn sucker punches Hillbilly Kane Hodder anger early on. And honestly, it's the only sequence in this silly bitch that's worth a shit. <laughs> one Ninja Star from Letterbox user Dash KK. Who gets straight to the point. Spot on, yeah, sir. Spot on. Um, getting to the five Ninja Star reviews here, Matt. Yeah? This this next one, this got one of the best opening lines of a review I think we've ever had here oh, God in our damn. Judgment Day segment right here. That's a big fucking yeah. statement see, to make. Let's see if we can stand and deliver. This is a one Ninja Star review from Amazon user. It's a one or a five? Oh, sorry. Five. five okay. Five Ooh. Ninja Star review from Amazon Ooh. user Janelin Robnett. Janelin oh, like Sheep's Wool? Robnett. Janelin, like sheep's wool? I have to say, as a bromance writer, this movie stands out as one of the best brother friendship stories I've ever seen, especially at the end. No spoilers, but it will get you in touch with your heart. Some cheesy, overconfident moments during the actual competition, but that is really my only peeve with the film. It's easily overlooked in lieu of the story itself. Mm -hmm. The benefits of teamwork and how you become a family is really the main lesson that the coach is trying to drill into these guys. And the ultimate team sport of karate. And what transpires is both human and real at the end. You won't be sorry to see this one, especially if, like me, you love the brother-friend stories that are so difficult to find these days. Oh, and get your tissues out. Uh-oh. You'll need them. Ooh. Smiley face emoticons. Five Pr- ninja stars. Parentheses. From Amazon. Eric user Roberts. Cry talking. And bromance writer. Janelin Robnett. It's one of the most well thought out five bullet review or five ninja yeah, star yeah. reviews we've Real had. Real writer. Real writer. Yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. This next one is insane. I can't tell if it's a joke or not. Okay. Uh, well, well, I'll give together. it to you, and then you give me your rating of the, the review. Yeah. We'll see it out. This is a five Ninja I'll, Star I'll review from IMDb user Stishawi. Okay. Derek Roberts, truly the most underrated actor of our generation. <laughs> totally. <laughs> now that I have stated what many of you already know, on to the film. Yep. This is the movie that truly has it all. Okay. Tears, laughter, Uh pain, and tragedy. It's all true. 
John Pearl Johns was never more believable than his role as grizzled Vietnam veteran Coach Bullseye. And Chris Glenn was also amazing as the retarded fat guy come good right from the start. This film tackles a controversial subject as Bruce Lee has defected onto the American side and proves himself a force to be tackled with. The film's climactic showdown where the entire American team gang up on the last remaining Chinamen in Moscow has to be seen to be believed. And all can say is that this has to be the greatest martial arts films of all time. As an experienced karate man, I can say hand on heart that all the action scenes are as realistic as you are every likely to see on film. It, of course, can never truly capture the feel of fighting for your life, as I have experienced many times. The tension of knowing one wrong move could be your last. The blood, the sweat, and utter discipline that is demanded, or the strange mixture of fury and sorrow as you see the life of another fade from this world, but it comes quite close. All in all, a masterpiece. Five Ninja Stars from IMDb user Stishawi. That guy... Might be Chuck Liddell's IMDb. Yeah. That's it. There's two solutions. That's that was Chuck Liddell, <laughs> or that person understands the internet. Yeah, <sighs> only I'm gonna choose to believe that that was all earnest and written by Chuck, Chuck Liddell. Liddell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's gotta be. Matt, let's get your final thoughts and your Ninja Star rating for Best of the Best, the first of our March Madness fight tournament movie. Nate, a lot of those one bullet. Or one Ninja Star reviews mm-hmm. are yeah. absolutely correct. Oh, they didn't f- state anything rough. that wasn't a fact. It's a rough opinion to have. Uh, I just think that the guy starts out as a one bullet review, points out the karate kick of the cigarette. Mm-hmm. That's a half of star oh, right okay. there, right? Yeah. Oh, sure. He's, I'll agree with that. The only thing he was wrong about in his review was Eric Roberts' hair, which is fucking mm. spot on perfect. Super good. That's a half a Ninja Star right there. Wow. Nate, I'm looking at two ninja stars. Two full ninja stars for best of the best. Yep. This was like a top five movie for me when I was a kid. I believe it. I saw this shit and I was like, that was fucking badass. Kind of want to live my life like this, yeah. When this came out, I ran out and I started taking Taekwondo classes from a weird married couple at the YMCA. I was super into it. I was super into Fathers and Sons. I haven't seen this movie since, and I remembered it as a great film of yeah. the 1980s. And you're going to roll in here and give it two fucking ninja stars. Yeah, I enjoyed it. <sighs> tragically, tragically, I have to agree with you. Fucking kids are dumb. Yeah. Little kids are fucking yeah. stupid. Yeah. Their opinions. This movie sucks donkey balls, Matt. Except for when it's good. This is probably the worst script of any film that we've reviewed on this on this podcast yeah. and we've been doing it a while yeah the only character with any distinguishable character trait it's is worse pens it's his worse only than trait American is racism Ninja. yeah fight tournament wasn't a tournament uh there was no building story there was no antagonists no. there was no personal stakes other than poor tommy's ptsd this is just yeah. not how you write or fucking construct a story no. on any level who could care about any of this? Uh, 
I'm going just under you. Uh, I'm going one and a half ninja stars. But the cigarette kick in the hair. But then you have to understand and take another one off for how this movie betrayed me. Oh, ruined my childhood memories of it being a great Taekwondo fucking movie with a bunch of cool people. You're allowed to air a personal grievance. I've been wounded by the film. I allow it. I'm taking off the Eric Roberts hair, half a ninja star, one and a half ninja stars for me for best of the best, which I think might be the (sighs) worst, worst rating I've given out in as long as I can remember. Quite a while. The archives. Whoever is, uh, I think we gave something one. Got the baby know. oil and blow Wikipedia yeah. going. Uh, just, I'll have to look at your archive. I know there's some nerd out there who's got it all written down. You are the internet's full of nerds. You are Vin Diesel's a man apart right now. Mm. Now also, it's not so bad though because also I am Vin Diesel's sense of family from the Fast and Furious movies because I still got you, yeah. my bro, right. sitting right next to me right now. Hell so. yeah, dog! Everything can't be terrible. You're also uh, Vin Diesel's the last witch hunter because you have all that white hair in your beard oh fucking yeah cool you love that movie <laughs> i don't know that i've seen that one i didn't even know vin diesel has white in his beard these that, days. He's, he's not a, he's not a, a beard dyer the last uh seems like with all the fucking like prima donna shit him and the rock went through trying to bow up to each other on the set of the fast and furious five he'd yeah. be a, he'd be a beard uh dyer well that was just for that last witch hunter which was that no. movie poster oh. that i just strong-armed Ethan Embry into signing <laughs> yeah, drunkenly. You remember. Yeah, he signed it, I wish I was in this movie. Yeah, That's I still have that poster. Funny way to sign a poster. He's a good guy. Good guy. Yeah, good guy. Uh, another good guy, Matt. Don the Dragon Wilson. Oh. Martial we, arts we legend. cover all his shit. Uh, this will this will infamously be the second time next week yeah. we attempt to yeah. cover a Don the Dragon Wilson film. Yeah. The first time was the lost episode right. of Baby Oil and Blow, were we? Right. Recorded over the course of two days, and then yeah. everything we had was a corrupted file, which was not played and was not salvageable. <laughs> Superstar Don the Dragon Wilson. That was, um, we'll see. This will be the test. Is Don the Dragon Wilson what was cursed about that podcast or yeah. not? As we go into our second of the March Madness Fight Tournament films, another movie which spawned a bunch Ooh. of sequels here. We're going to be watching Blood Fist, man, so... Ooh. Get ready to see some Blood Fist. That's a cool fucking name for a movie, and it's one that I have not seen. It's sure to be bloody. It's sure to be spooky, because down oh. the dragon Wilson's involved. It's going to be baby on boy. Blow? 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 We got one thing, one thing to say, and that's stay single. It's a long road when you're on your own. And it's when they tear your dreams apart And every new town Just seems to bring you down Trying to find peace of mind Can break your heart It's a Use a friend. 